Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? Oh, we're working today. Johnny Pemberton is back uh, to promote his new show, Son of Zorn. We talk about that quite a bit. And it was also just fun to see my old friend, Johnny Pemby's, back again on the podcast. It's very, very silly, obviously, as, as was the first one. So I was happy to see him again. Uh, a couple things to plug up top here. Um, go to Largo-LA.com. I am doing my monthly show there. It's going to be wonderful and excellent. Sweet Val, would you look up when the next one is? I can't remember. Okay. I'm sorry, I don't want to... <laughs> is it in the calendar? No. Yeah, it might be in the calendar. Uh, it, I'm being incredibly lazy and don't want to start over. Um, so anyway, we have a couple sponsors. Check out the Largo Show. I'll have a detail on that in a, in a second because of Sweet Lady V. Uh, also, PeteHolmes.com for all the t-shirts we've ever uh, made for the show. And we have a couple wonderful sponsors. We have it? Yeah. Uh, November 3rd. November 3rd is the next Living at Largo date. Please come out to that. It's going to be wonderful. It's going to be me, three wonderful guest comedians, and probably a music act. It's always the best. Uh, Sarah Silverman, Bill Bird, Judd Apatow, these have been some of the regulars. Uh, Bo Burnham. These are, these are some of the people that you know from the podcast. All come to do this show live. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait for November 3rd. Crazy. I love it. Uh, the sponsor, we have a new sponsor this week, which is Amazon Collectibles. Uh, they sell collectibles, as the name uh, suggests, memorabilia and fine art. They have over 15 million listings for collectibles memorabilia featuring sports items, rare comic books, autographs uh, from various franchise shows and movies, coins, paintings, more, all the different stuff that we love to collect. It uh, focuses on PSA slash DNA and PSA authenticated Autographs uh, grading from G C G C PSA PCGS NGC and the U.S. Mint, and paintings direct from galleries across America. This is super cool. There's free shipping on select items, and the link that you want to use to check out this cool stuff is Amazon.com/nerdist. One of the items they have of note is the first comic featuring Scott Lang as Ant Man, or as I know him, Paul Rudd. This episode is also brought to you by Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. As you know from last week, this is an original series from Adult Swim, a workplace comedy set in hell, literally hell, where demons grapple with love, sex, religion, technology, and dealing with the world's shittiest boss. I guess that should be the underworld's shittiest boss. If I'm punching up this copy, I'm going to say the underworld's shittiest boss. All while having to stab some unfortunate soul in the scrotum. Copy aside, I love this show. I love the people on this show. Henry Zabrowski, uh, who's been on the show. Andy Daly, Eddie Pepitone, uh, Joseph Campbell. Not, not, not Joseph Campbell. He wasn't on it. But people I love are on this show. And season three premieres on October 23rd at 11.30 p.m. on Adult Swim. And you can catch up on seasons one and two on adultswim.com. That's it. October 23rd, 11.30 p.m. Check out my man, who's also on Crashing, by the way, Henry Zabrowski on Your Pretty Face is Going to Hell. Feeling it. Get into it. All right, guys. Enjoy the wonderful return of Johnny Pemberton. Thank you, Sweet Lady B, for reminding me it's November 3rd. My pleasure. Your pleasure. What are you eating? 
rice. Just rice. And sriracha. <laughs> sriracha helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Little glimpse into our life. Watching all of the family. I'm eating pickles with hummus. Brody's eating his duck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Enjoy, Johnny Pemberton. Hope to see you in L.A. on November 3rd. Thank you, Adult Swim, and thank you, Amazon, for the uh, sponsorship. PeteHolmes.com, blah, 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 blah. Get into it. Ha! Are those guys dinner time? What? Dinner time. You remember where to sit, Pambi? I don't. I forgot. I did. I forgot. Welcome to the Seated Hug Podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Pemberton. Seated Hug. I love a good seated hug. I do, too. It was good to touch your shoulder with my face. We reached, we breached, we creached. We reached? We bre- breached, we creached. We reached? We breached. breached. <laughs> I don't know what a creech is. Is that a thing, a creech? Uh, it's short for creature. Creech McGovern. Creech McGovern was a famous creature hunter. Yeah. His name was actually Daniel, but they well, called him Creech. That's why they call him Creatures. <laughs> Wait, well, because he caught that, them. they were just called munchkins or uh, <laughs> critters. <laughs> and then Creech caught a bunch. Yeah. Creech, ca- Creech caught a bunch of critters. They just turned into creature. What do you got, creatures over there? Critter, creature. Yeah. Creech, critter. So many things are mistakes. Creech, we got a critter in here. Like, uh, I feel like pillage is a mistake. Because you pillage a village. But some like high-ranking Viking was like, go to the village and pillage. Shit. Well, what? like, what? But then he had to commit because he couldn't lose yeah. his alpha standing. All oh, right. So he's like, pillage it. It means like ransack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Just do that. Yeah. Wait. What do you? What do you mean? What are we supposed to do? Pillage can't be a correct word. It's a great word though. Pillage. Mm-hmm. It always goes with with rape. Let's be honest. So that That's it true. Yeah. Ruins it is that. always rape. R and P. It's like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we have to devote. Well, uh, welcome to the Vikings. We have to devote. Well, we devote forty percent of our budget to R and P. That um, is so funny. It's true. You have like R and D. R and D. You have to. Uh, do, I didn't mean to, to explain it, but it was just so good that I wanted to point out why it was so good. Dear why R and P R and P R and P. Well, we devote. Uh, we, here's here's the secret to being a sustainable organization. You just have to put a lot of money into R and P. If you're These not, are Viking if you're, pirates. Right. I mean, this it's not something we like to do, but if you don't put enough into RMP, you're not going to reap the benefits later. Yeah. Because if you just sit back and live off what you've already <laughs> conquered and uh, yeah. impregnated. Yeah. Uh, you're fucked. You're, you're you got to keep expanding. Yeah, that's the thing. It's 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 really hard, actually. That's why we that's why we have such a long interview process. Is because we <laughs> just can't find interviews. Yeah, we do. Uh, we ha- um, so we ha- thank you for coming back to sit down with us for a third time. Um, uh, actually, I do me best. Well, next time we actually you won't be seeing me. You'll be seeing Kathy, and it'll be a blind. It'll be a blind interview. Oh. Kathy. There's no judgment here. We're equal opportunity oh. employer. He's vomiting. <laughs> he vomits gold. <laughs> I keep eating my gold. Okay, well, that might be a problem later on. <laughs> we'll talk to someone about that, but you don't want to be eating that. That's Unless that's what way you store it to get it out, which we think is great. Some I people mean, do that. I just take a bite of my parrot. <laughs> okay, no. The original hand food. Hand food, a parrot? Pre-hot dog. <laughs> you just hold a parrot. And take a bite of what's colorful. Well, that's what they sit in your shoulder. <laughs> it's the original shoulder. It's the food. cliff bar. <laughs> I love eating a critter. Sit on the cliff. <laughs> <laughs>
the original Cliff Bar. Yeah. How funny. are you, Pambies? I'm good. Good to see you. This coffee I got, I'm yeah. really regretting it. I got Is something. Is this why when I went in and then you weren't there? Yeah. You went and got coffee. Yeah. Because mm. I said I was going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to hold, hold true to that. <laughs> this has got orange peels in it, and it just makes me taste like I'm going to get diarrhea. Yeah, orange peel is the flavor of, of diarrhea. 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 Do you ever get a taste in your mouth and you haven't eaten it? I haven't like, every once in a while, like, raw broccoli just creeps into my mouth, and I'm like, yeah. I haven't had any raw broccoli. Talking about phantom taste? Fa- <laughs> I get phantom taste a lot. Phantom taste. Phantom smell more often, but I feel like taste and smell but are linked, right? don't you think right? phantom, yes, but phantom smell could be it. Like, if you smell yeah. raw broccoli, there's a chance it's somewhere. Right. But if it's isolated in your mouth, that's a phantom taste. I've definitely hit on a taste a couple times. I think sometimes it's been from drawing a seed from with. From with insect, uh, where it was crack stored. Wait, what? You know, like you pull a sesame seed out of nowhere, you're on a flight, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh, sesame. And it's because you ate a sesame seed. Oh, it's like in your mouth. Yeah. Hidden. But, but that's that's not a phantom taste. I've had straight But you have had phantom taste. Yeah, I've had straight up, like, oh, man, I taste. And not just like something simple. I've tasted something complicated. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. Like a memory. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? Oh, I remember her. <laughs> well, I just thought, you know, there are those. <laughs> There are those people that like taste color and stuff. Yeah, synesthetics. Synesthesia. Yeah. Synesthetics. Yeah. A lot of synesthetics don't know they have synesthesia. They just assume everyone sees red and tastes Bloody Mary mix. You know what I mean? Wow. Kind of an obvious synesthesia. That's it. Yeah, that is a good one. But they they go their whole lives just being like, when they're diagnosed, they're like, I didn't know. I assumed that you too, doctor, when you looked at your coat, you tasted coconut. Oh, I would be good. I like the co- coconut coat. You like coconut? I love coconut. Do you I really? Re- I, f- I love coconut. Uh, do you really? I do. I Is love it. Is this the SAN improv? No, I love- truly love coconut. No co- one loves coconut. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what are you talking about? What Are, are you a pirate? That's when coconuts were big. It was like, we found these sweet nuts. Ah, uh, it's hard to get them open, but what if we do? Uh, the gift keeps on giving. <laughs> It starts with the water, then it's the fat, and then the meat when you yes, dry it out. Yeah. Oh. I'm an Irish pirate. Hey, if you're selling a <laughs> coconut and you don't swoop out the meat for me, I don't like you. Don't oh. give me a coconut to drink that doesn't give me, like, you know how they have those bows that'll go, yeah. go once around and I cut got all one. the meat loose? I got one. Yeah. Like $3. Buy one of those. If you're going to sell coconuts, buy one of those so yeah. I can get the meat easy. Otherwise, I feel like some sort of aardvark that's trying to get like at oh. gnats underneath the log. I didn't even know about that until later on. Aardvarks? Well, I knew about them. <laughs> there was actually a store in the mall I grew up in called Cardvark. No. Yes, there was. It was the, had the dirty cards. No. Yes, yes, yes. The Apache I Mall. I love it. Cardvark. And it was the place, I think it's probably the first time I ever saw like a drawing of boobs. Can I just say, yeah. to this day, I love cartoon or comedy sexuality. Yeah, like, it's great. Jessica Rabbit is still kind of like, vavoom, oh, yeah. vavoom. Uh, dirty cards. I remember I was in England, and they'd just have postcards with, like, tits. Yeah. And they'd have, like, cartoon faces painted on them. Good day! So, so, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Australia. It's right. fine. Sorry. But, like, the nipple was the nose, and I was like, you know, you're that age where you're blind horny constantly. And I was yeah. like, ah! Like, even though you drew silly faces on it, it's still tits. Yeah, it's still tits. It's still tits. You can still see part of it, and I want it. Yeah, and I want it. I want that cartoon. I want, I want those cartoon that. faces in my face. I'll take it. But Cardvark was so you go into like a Spencer Gifts. It was like a Spencer. It was like a, this is a long time ago. But and where it, is this? Where are you this from? This is in Rochester, Minnesota, at the Apache Mall. 
Okay. The Apache Mall. You're being paid by the Apache Mall. Yeah. They used to have this. The strangest uh, endorsement deal. You yeah. Have to they gave me us. like 20 cents a month. It's like less than BMI residuals. The Apache Mall. I think it's still there. I don't know if it's still there. I think it's still there. Yeah, it's still there. Uh-huh. It's doing strong. Cardvark. You got to have a mall. I don't well, know about Cardvark. I think Cardvark is. Oh, Cardvark's got to be gone. This is sad. Because now you can just text someone anything. I don't even know if they're still there. Cardvark? I mean, you know, that's the worst. The, the worst thing of all, I think, is not. Something that's gone away or something that's still there, it's just not knowing either way. Yeah. Nothing says, I don't care about you, than not knowing if you're alive or dead. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like couples when they're like, I'd prefer if you hated me. Yeah, exactly. Because then at least I'd feel the pulse, Janet. <laughs> and Janet's like, I don't care if you come or you go. Wait, can I come? <laughs> <laughs> that's him coming in two bursts. And I thought you said, you said in tubers. Are you a big comer? Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means exactly. Do I? Every once in a amounts? while, you meet a fellow that's like got a yeah. he brags about his blast radius. Yeah, I've got a I've got a problem. You know, you've done the podcast before, so yeah. I have to ask you: like, are you a big comer? Uh, yeah. Because last time we covered everything. Well, I come in different amounts. <laughs> it depends. There's no. I don't have like a. Su- 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 I think it depends on. You the ever day. been embarrassed that there's not a lot? Only it's like this big workup, and then it just looks like the end of a Q-tip. Only to myself, but that's something where it's like, ah, I wasn't expecting much. This is just a, we're just blowing off some steam here. We're just getting the, we're just getting this under under regulation. Uh, <laughs> what if I wish we did come steam because then you, you oh, come man, in, that'll be and great. The vagina's like a cave, so it makes it very very humid oh, and hot shit. in there. And then the drip drips go onto the ceiling of the vagina and drip down, and that's where babies come from. That's a way better answer than, I blast goo. I was actually thinking about it would be great because then when you pull out, steam would come out. Yeah. Be like, wow. Or if someone's giving a blowjob and it comes out their ears, they look like <laughs> Elmer Fudd. You know, he's been had again. These, be... are, these are the worlds we could live in, but we're well, stuck in this one. We're stuck. Ding, dang, duck. I've I've never been embarrassed about uh, too much though. Yeah, I don't think that's embarrassing. It can be though. I mean, embarrass- right? embarrassing like, oh, I've got too much money. Too, too much semen? Because let's be <laughs> let's be honest, it's called a coin purse because that's where you keep your man money. <laughs> that's what cum is. It's your man cash. Oh yeah, I didn't think about. I was for- I forgot about that. The coin purse is the euphemism for yeah, the, the yeah, balls. The balls. Can we just be real? Sure. I look at my dick and my balls all the time, and I'm like, "Come on! Like, what is this? Like, it's just like a, it's like a, a it's grotesque. It's like, yeah. it's fine, but it's like having a kidney on the outside or something. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty uh, part. It's definitely looks like a a part. It's a part. Looks like an or it looks like a. If someone, if you gave your computer to be repaired and they gave it back and like a hard drive was just on the outside. So what are you doing? Put it in. <laughs> that's Put it a, in. That's what a dick is. It's Put, like a whirring, Put it in. sizzling hard drive that should have been on the inside. I, I don't know how it works out there. I guess it does. <clears throat> it does work out there. It does work out there, but it's always retracting because it's cold right. or but this, expanding because it's hot. These are all good things. Yeah, I guess. No, we 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 should be cheerleading our wangs. I'm. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I think it's good. I just don't like it when I have too much hair down there. It looks kind of like trim it. Yeah, no, that often. Not Are often. you a single man? No, no. Ooh, you got that lady. Yeah, we've been together for a long time. Since the last time. Yeah, a long time. We lived together and everything, Ooh, so it's very. Job. very we have a dog, a very large dog. Really? Yeah, she's big. See, the dog knows it's a girl. 
Yep, she's a girl. Well, a girl, dog vagina. I don't know where it is. Her dog vagina. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> it's uh, it's been out below the butthole. It's kind of where you'd think it would be, actually. It's weird. <laughs> Just like any vagina, yeah. really. And our dog's vagina has, it's like red, like has just red hair. Ooh. And it's weird. It's almost like... Firebush. Yeah. She's like got like a legit fire crotch. <laughs> it's really weird. You see her vagina, you're like, wow. Is this supposed to be like a, you know how things that are bright in nature are often dangerous? <laughs> Like, I wonder if this is a sign that, like, don't fuck this pussy. Don't but fuck this dog pussy. Well, Shane Moss did the podcast, and he was telling me that berries are red so that they'll be eaten. Like, you want right. things. There's the other way that that can go. Oh, yeah. I guess it goes both ways. I think that's what a rattlesnake or a colorful snake right. is doing. It's being like, look, I'm the colors that, like, you're drawn to. Bite. There's also both, though, because it it's also to warn. Yeah. There's also things that look like the thing that's dangerous that aren't dangerous themselves. You like mean like the, moths that look like owl eyes, or like there's a there's a monarch. That's the butterfly. That's really the orange butterfly is a monarch. It's the the you know the, the keynote butterfly. The butterfly that everybody knows. <laughs> it's the Coca Cola yeah, of butterfly. It is monarch. The monarch. Oh, <laughs> butterflies! Yeah, oh, like a monarch. <laughs> yeah. What else you got in there? Oh, I, oh, I know butterflies. What kind of butterflies? Oh, a monarch? <laughs> like if you were being interrogated by the police yeah. and you're on the lam and you had to put on a jacket and the jacket said butterfly expert and they're like, hey, are you the guy we're chasing or are you really the guy that works for the butterflies? Oh, I work for butterflies. Uh, you know, monarchs. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Cops like, oh, yeah, that is, uh, you know, what? I, that is a type of butterfly. Carry on. <laughs> Even though from your neck to your face, you're covered in blood. Blood and like... Uh, <laughs> Evidence. Die pack blast. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great Halloween costume, just covered in die pack blasts. With a bunch of like, just running. Everybody do is run. Be like a marathon. Just running. Excuse me. Sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, die pack blasts is hilarious. Pack. But dog wangers have carrying cases. Like, my dog has a wanger, yeah, but they, it's in a fur coat. Yeah, extru- it comes out. It's like... Right, which is also gross, I guess. It is gross, but it's kind of cool, too. It's like it's like a, weckle, like it's a got, weapon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got an unsh- unsheathing <laughs> quality. <laughs> you know that sound, the Death Star thing, when Obi-Wan turned it down? Sure. The- yeah. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> Excellent. I can't do that. You can do it with a little whistle. (laughs) Just two grown men. Cops, what are you doing? Uh, (laughs) Monarch! Monarch! It's just a Death Star. Oh, you like Star Wars. (laughs) But you live with a a lady. The same Two ladies. Two? One's a dog. She's sweet. I just, you know, I had to that say that. That was great. I yeah. thought it was getting real yeah. spicy for a second. It's I just thought that was spicy. Un- How cool would that be if I was just casually, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Polyamorous. But it, is, but it goes beyond that. If you live. You polygamous. Be, yeah, just casual polygamous. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Yep, it's just the thing I do. <laughs> and you've never thought it was a big deal. Yep. That you and your girlfriend have a girlfriend. Yeah, we take turns. I was reading her about some composer. I was I listen to a lot of classical radio just because I can't stand most radio now. Um, I'm not a big music person either. You're not a big music person. I like music. Oh, okay. But I like what I like. But I can't yeah. just throw on the radio. Well, I was, I'm not even yeah. proud of it. 
most of the time in a in a in a nicer car if the Uber person is like, "Do you want the radio?" I say no. Really? Because I don't want it to be like Aerosmith. Yeah. <laughs> something like I know offense to Steven Tyler and the boys from Boston. The best Uber I ever had was the guy was a Persian guy and he was listening to uh, an AM station that played Persian music. Uh-huh. And the second we got in, he changed it. And I was like, no, keep that on, please. Uh, I was like, this like is. That. And he was so, oh, wow, you like this. No way. And I, was, and I was like, yeah, this is so much more interesting than listening to shit rock. Building or fucking, bridges between our divisions. Oh, building. It's a real song. Is it really? Bridges between, between our divisions. I reach out to you. Will you reach out to me? With all of our voices and all of our visions. Not seeing, visions. Okay, I was, I was there. Friends, we could make, make such sweet harmony. Quaker school. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's like an old one. I think it's Native American. Is it? That can't be Native American. Building bridges. Somebody... It's too boring to be Native American. <laughs> starts raining doesn't have enough rhythm the rain dance does get a lot of flack it had to work sometimes it did i was reading this reading this book right now about people tease it you ever heard of the white chicken dance i'm not kidding it's not a dance i guess this the the the, um come on not the chair the cherokees used to sacrifice a white chicken the who did the cherokees the cherokees or cherokees proud to live uh during the world during world war ii because cherokee Code talkers was the only thing they couldn't. The uh, oh, we use Cherokee, right? The language, the language, Cherokee language. There's also a lot of Cherokee soldiers, which is weird because you know you may. I I don't really know the history of languages, but when they were making Cherokee, someone at some point was like, "Shit, this is fucking complicated. This is good. (laughs) This is like code breakable. I can't even do an impression of it. I can't even do like a real blindsided. I can do a fake pretty much any language. Yeah. Well, Native we American, do. we do sometimes on this show, and it's. I always feel like really? I don't think this is okay. Just to be like, and you go down to the. It just sounds. It's yeah. also I do kind of like a very specific Native American. That's not. It's that's like, not anybody. That's like, like a cartoon Navajo guy in Utah. You know, it's it's Middle Ditch, and I used to do. Really, he did a great. He does a great. Ooh. Oh, <clears> he does like a stand-up comedian that's like, "Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? It's me. It's great to be here." And then he he fooled. Some Native Americans into thinking he was Native American. That's Middle Ditch. What I did is an impression of his impression because wow. we kind of did it together. Yeah, it's silly. But anyway, so I understand your reluctance to, to try and swab out a Cherokee. Yeah, I just can't do it. I can't pull it together. Right yeah, now. let's not even try. Yeah. But uh, so the white chicken? Yeah, sacrifice a white chicken. What? Sacrifice a white chicken. Uh, and it was evidently to help keep who did it the cherokee cherokee did and for, then sacrifice a white chicken why uh t- it was like a ceremony to, of protection it would protect the uh their boys overseas protect really? their uh soldiers and it, it worked the white they, chicken they, they really like think it think it worked like, right to the point where the aspca was trying to get them to stop it and um why don't we just give them the millions of chickens we're killing and say sacrifice this one then give us the meat because the, the colonel needs it well the sacrificial act is it's not like the ruins same it i think they, they it's sort of a thing where they cut a, a vein in the neck and let the chicken dance around and die slowly so it's something where it's it's not exactly like you kill a chicken normally we right. don't wring its neck but right yeah, pretty cool, huh? 
I don't know. I saw those KFC videos where they were way worse, and that wasn't to protect. Oh, I haven't seen that. I can't protect watch anyone those. overseas. Yeah, those are just. Ugh. No, thank you. Yeah, it's hard. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. That you you don't want to. There's so see. much bad. They flew a drone over a pig farm. Oh, and I right. almost I almost shared it, but then I was I was kind of like, one of the things about that is like people know people know. Yeah. So you're just kind of going like. Hey, wake up! You know what I mean, and that's kind of like nobody likes that. Yeah, everyone already you already know. Like sometimes I, I want to share like an anti-Trump thing, but I kind of feel like at this point, oh, it's choir preaching to the extreme. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <clears throat> so I could share like he just called vaginas landmines or whatever, or he some, did, or the Washington Post. Yeah, man, landmines keeps, keeps... Of, of STDs. And then, oh, and then it was like I was going to share this thing that the Washington Post did, and I, you know, my Facebook page is like five, six thousand, or whatever the limit is of fans that I've met over the years, and right. I used to tour all over the country. So uh, you stopped touring. That's good. I'm glad. <laughs> a number of them are Trump supporters. So like, I'm like, if I post this, it'll just upset them. Nobody's gonna like. Imagine it doesn't sway anyone. How I feel when I see like, you don't know the real Donald Trump. Right. Donald gave five grand to a Mexican he saw once. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you know he was like, eh, and then he said something racist. Go buy a sombrero. You know what I mean? Like something terrible. Even when or he's kind, pride didn't happen. Or it didn't. Happen. <laughs> but like, what what are you gonna do? Like nobody yeah. that's pro Trump is gonna click on my pro Hillary thing yeah. any more than I'm gonna just. I, and then I wonder if I should be unfriending people like I do sometimes. Really? I don't even bother the Facebook anymore. I can't stand it. Good for you. It's just a bad – It's a. I mean it's just – It's bad. It's bad. It's also just not for me. I don't want to – It's. you know what it is? What do you mean it, by it's that? It's a quagmire. Giggity? It's a boondoggle. Giggity, giggity? <laughs> giggity, giggity. It's a boondoggle? It's just like it's something – It's It's the feeling of doing something when nothing's happening. It's just sticky. Is that what you mean? It's like a sticky patch. It's a qu- It's quicksand. And you know what's funny is I was like, I will look at Facebook once a day because I want to know right. what happened in the world. And right. that is kind of important. It is. There's a lot of but stuff on it, there. It, it floods in and next thing I know, any time I'm peeing or at a red light, you're just looking you're at looking fucking at Facebook. It's crazy. Crap. It's crack crap. It's, it's terrible. Crack hap. But it's also just the, it's just the face of the new reality. It's kind of hard to think of because everyone's on it. Like my mom is on it. My dad mom. is on it. Everyone, love your dad. everyone older is on that. My mom and dad aren't on it. They're not okay. Yeah. Well, they're they're the exception. Is that right? I, I think so. I think it's mostly older people who use it. Yeah. And it's this thing where like writing posts and at the end of the post they write posts. the word send. <laughs> send. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know. Is that a thing? No. That's a bit. That's what Gabe does, right? Gabe. Gabe? Uh, oh, I love yeah. his tweets. They're so funny. That was something I was so envied, envious of. Of him. It makes everything funnier. He owns it. Send. Or tweet. Or does he write tweet? He said send. Send. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Give him that uh, Twitter kind of bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Gabe Liebman. At Gabe Liebman. Lieb? Lieb. Yeah. Lieb. Not he, lead. It's not lead, no. But you're not on it. Good for you. Facebook, no. Trying I, to unplug. Yeah, I just I don't I don't want I kind of want to not use Twitter anymore either. I find it to be equally. Yep. Like I use so much. I take it off my phone a lot. I just delete it. Sometimes I'm just like I don't have it. Okay. I got rid of it. Well, see, so why did you get rid of that? And not Facebook. I also got rid of Facebook, but then I just you know now I use Safari, and somehow that feels I have to type in Facebook to check it. Okay, it so it slows you, me down a little. Oh, what I'm, so you have you still have the account? It's active. Yeah, I didn't okay. get rid of the account. Yeah. honestly, I think that's a little bit. Ooh, I was going to say irresponsible. Like if you want to promote something or tell people that yeah. like you about something that you did, good to have Facebook. 
good to stay in touch somewhat. I've got like a fan page, but I don't, I don't even know how to log into it even. Send. Send. <laughs> You're the old person typing. Hello? Log in. Are you there? I'm just talking to the keyboard. Hello? How do you not know how to log in? You know how to log in. But well, this- if, I de- if you deactivate, it doesn't matter. It's dumb. I deactivated my... Oh, you did? Yeah. But there's still that doesn't mean the the fan page is still there because yeah. that's like a separate entity. But I don't know how to get to that. But you're trying yeah. to like be in the in the real world. Is that what what is your thinking here? Yeah, I just think it's so distracting and it's so much crap. It's so much choir preaching. Yeah, and just like all this stuff, I just don't want to see. Yeah, it makes me not like people that I like sometimes. Isn't it funny? That's the I worst. scroll through That's even Instagram too. I'll just yeah. see a photo of a friend I like eating a Sunday, and I'm just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like if you could hear in my brain when I'm scrolling yeah. through Facebook, I'm like, "Fuck you." Fuck you. Fuck. It's crazy. It's bad. And that's like a negative. And I'm a friendly friend. I'm a yeah. friendly friend. But like you'll still get, a- get out of here like I'm mad at everybody. Yeah, it's a bad thing. I Not it- really, but Facebook makes me that way. It invites negativity, I feel like. you know? Toasty in here. I'm hot, Aristotle. I like how this is placed, this room, for <laughs> years yeah. and years. Is there anything we can do? I'm so hot. How, come, hot? It- how come it's, yeah, it is hot, but how come it's hot? You guys haven't figured that out yet? I mean, what the hell? For real? It's not normally hot. Oh, really? No, it's not like this normally. Okay. Is it because you have, there's AC normally? There's a, there's an AC Slater. Okay. Cool it, Preppy. Uh, Air conditioning Slater. We once, yeah, cool never mind. I was going to tell a bad story. What? Never mind. What, do you have a high school story? We used to, um, yeah. <coughs> we used to burn, um, burn words in people's lawn with bleach. Is this real? Yeah, it was like a, like a... Thing we used to do. Wait, tell me what word? Don't it, bad let, words. No bad words. Not. Why yes. you, you have to tell us what they are? Otherwise, we're gonna think it's I racial. Think it, uh, I think we burn tits. Tits isn't long. bad. Tits See, is bad. I was worried that you were I think writing. We burn fuck. Fuck is fine. These are good words. And we once burned my. Fr- <laughs> These uh, are some people's favorite words. Yeah, my friend Phil played tennis. He's on the tennis team. <laughs> he just wrote Phil. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like dumb. Well, what did Phil do? Phil did uh, one time. We took a shit in a bag mm. and um, human shit, human shit, and rubbed it all over someone's front door. <laughs> oh my god! Yep, there you go. I won't say who, but it was not a student. It was Phil. <laughs> oh no, the door you mean? Yeah, the door does not belong to a student. It was a faculty. I don't know. Maybe Fiesel. Is there a statute of limitations on this? Probably. Oh, I think yeah. it's probably up. Yeah, yeah, it's up. Yeah, it's up. You rubbed it on an unliked professor's door. Yep. You know what the cool thing is? Is that Jim? Uh, yeah. Let's just say a Jim. Not Jim teacher, but maybe his name is Jim. Jim. Oh, he didn't t- teach Jim, Jim Jack. They didn't teach Jim. Jim Jack, the gym teacher. <laughs> One eyed Jim. Yeah, I feel like every gym teacher I've ever had has. The older I get, the more I'm like that guy was a louse, like a real looking back at POS piece of, of shit. shit. <laughs> It's a real POS, Bob. Well, now that we're grown, yeah. I can look back and be like, what was their excuse? Some yeah. of these guys were terrible. Terrible, creepy, weird, uh, like mean to kids. Mean to kids. And you think about it now, like, oh, wow, you're being mean to someone who doesn't even know like, what they should do almost every second. Right. Has no idea what to do the, at all. That are falling apart. Yeah, falling I apart. Remember <laughs> we, I had a teacher, Mr. Lopez, and... Uh, he was weird, man. He used to talk about going to Carnival 
And the really? only way you could get in was to dress up like a woman. And I remember being like 15 and being like, I'm pretty sure. Like, that's fine. That's but I don't true. think you should tell us that. Like, that's a weird thing. It's also not true. true. Yeah. It's also not true. It's not true. You didn't have to do it. Yeah. But he did. And then I remember very vividly, because I was the softest kid in the class. Softest? Like the doughy, the chunky. Okay. Chunky funky. Right. I'm trying to keep it positive. Soft is nice. Yeah. Soft People is, like soft. Well, I thought soft meant because like soft in terms of like a hard ass is someone who- Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah soft no, like, soft, oh, like physically. oh, don't touch me. Help. <laughs> no, not the eraser. Like a dusty eraser. Don't erase. Yeah, dusty eraser. <laughs> Those were a big time weapon. Yeah, oh, sure. The big ones, the foot long ones. It was like prison. Whack, whack. <laughs> we were like prisoners. Yeah. Anything that could be weaponized would be weaponized. And there was a code, too. Terrible. Snitches get uh, smacked again. There was a code. There was. You there don't, was a, don't talk. a free vat of coleslaw out for lunch. And I feel what? like all the jerks would a either. A free vat of coleslaw? <laughs> This sounds like, where did you go to school? Like, a, like some sort of, like... On a cabbage farm. A free vat of coleslaw? I mean, I can't even think of something that's... Uh, how, how, what, is it gonna, is it gonna not be free? <laughs> There's so many layers to that. Free vat of coleslaw. Five yeah, words. Yeah, five words, so many flavors. This, what a story. But kids could not be trusted with a free vat of coleslaw. Oh my! They would manipulate it. And, a and free vat of coal. Put you, stuff in it. Was this like they put it out after lunch and be during like during lunch? And I was such a hungry kid that I would get a second tray and slop it full with a little mountain of coleslaw of a free vat of coleslaw. My own personal vat. coleslaw is the worst. I love coleslaw. I used to love it, but now I more not. More think about coleslaw. Well, I think you're probably having a mayonnaise aversion. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. You what you need to do is you chop up some you, a whole head of green, right? Half Cabbage, a, half a head of red. Okay. Chop it up as fine as you can tolerate. Okay. Okay. As tolerate. <laughs> really? Like you're gonna want to give up till it's dust. Keep. <laughs> do I have to wear a dust mask? <laughs> <You're> gonna... <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? I'm choking on this aerosolized cabbage. <laughs> I've run it through an atomizer. Is this good enough, Pete? No. You want to chop it finer. <laughs> I can't chop anymore. It's atomized. <laughs> it's been turned into fucking vapor. <laughs> okay, be reasonable. I don't know what that means. <laughs> chop it as finely as you'd like to eat it. Think okay. of the mouth feel, Johnny. Okay. Think of the mouth feel and okay. chop it as fine as you want. To, I want to be like, like this. <laughs> 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 you, want, you want an inhaler. <laughs> yeah. Cabbage inhaler. Oh, oh that's good coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> calorie free yeah there's no calories is there chop up that shit chop, chop up, up a red pepper chop up a yellow pepper chop up some cilantro okay chop up some chives this isn't coleslaw that's coleslaw it's what where is coleslaw like look if it's 99 percent cabbage this it's is coleslaw, coleslaw. This sounds like a then Martha you put on Stewart some, thing. You put on like a salad dressing, like a ginger sesame. You put on like a, a nice Steely Dan some... record. <laughs> you put on some early Steely Dan after Can't Buy a Thrill. Put on like, you know, uh, Countdown to, Ex to Ecstasy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Look, it's a vinegar-based coleslaw. Okay. I'm, and it's delicious. I'm still listening, though. I want to hear the, okay, the you, recipe. Yeah. So you put on some ginger sesame dressing. Ginger sesame. Then you're going to put in some uh, liquid aminos for kind of like that. This is, this is some you're hippie like, it, shit it, right is here. It, is, this, is this? It's just soy sauce. But this free vat of coleslaw did not have No, this it, it was no. mayonnaise and fucking. Mayonnaise and chopped cabbage. <laughs> and so maybe like some, some pepper that's come from a five-gallon bucket that got ground nine years ago. 
know what I mean? Pepper that's just for color. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. When I was 15, I ate from the free vat. Now I chop and make my own. Life is better now. F-V-O-C-S. F-V-O-C-S. C-F. F-V-O-C-S. Fuck. Fuck, fuck vinegar off Stephen's cock. <laughs> I fucked the vinegar off Stephen's cock. That boy is good. No, I'm free vat of coleslaw. It's an acronym for free vat of coleslaw. I'll tell you what. I fucked, I fucked the, the, the vinegar, vinegar off Stephen's cock. cock. I'm that going. boy was good. Ooh. <laughs> Ding-a-ling dorch. I'm on the porch. <laughs> uh, uh, I fucked the vinegar off Stephen's cock. Does well, that mean you look... I ain't proud of it. Like, you <laughs> fucked you, and that the vinegar is now in you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. That's good apple cider vinegar, though. That's good for you. Don't worry much. <laughs> Don't think about it, none. <laughs> so what has happened since the last time you did the podcast? Oh, I don't know. I got a dog, I guess, right? I got a Dog. Dog. Do you love your dog? I love my dog. I was just talking to her today. I said, to "Were her, you said, a dog person growing up?" Uh, yeah, I love dogs. I just think they're the best. I love I love my dog now. Yeah, yeah. But it was a growing process. Yeah, I, really? I didn't love okay. it right away. Oh, your dog—that's good though. That means it's better. I didn't love my dog right away. You didn't? Well, she loved me. We met her. Britt and I went up to her cousin has a horse ranch up in Squaw Valley. It's if like, you don't want to tell us where it is, you don't have to make up a name. No, it's that's good. Look it up, Squaw Valley. Look, it's like I understand you're a public persona. You don't want to tell us where the ranch is. Oh, like what? What if I get? No, no, I don't know the address. <laughs> Squaw Valley. Squaw Valley. It's like in the mountains east of Bakersfield. Okay, it's really it's beautiful up there. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful <laughs> through the grapevine. Every time I say that, I always think about uh, this is a whole other story hit it so, I'll, look i'll write down okay. dog when i when i first got out of college i moved back to minnesota yeah because uh, i you know you know college degrees worthless and yeah. you can't do anything right away so and you're like where are the people i know right minnesota <laughs> that's where i moved back to, and my my mom and uh, i was trying to get a job i tried to get a job in minneapolis and this was some company called Pinnacle Marketing, which doesn't really exist anymore. I found I found it on like, remember Monster dot com? Yeah. What happened to them? Well, I think it turned out that ninety five percent of the jobs in there were scam things, like <laughs> legit scams. This Pinnacle Marketing place was almost a scam. Really? And it was a marketing place. So I go there for like the first day training sort of thing, and it's like they tell you wear a suit and show up in some place. It's like in Roseville or someplace forty minutes outside of Minneapolis. What did the ad say? What, it was what? a marketing company. I, th- I was thought, oh, I'll get into marketing, advertising. It's yeah, like, yeah, I, that, yeah. That's I thought I could do that. I'd yeah. be interested in that. Creative. Yeah, it's creative. Yeah. You talk to people. I'm a I remember when I was in uh, high school, I bought marketing for dummies. Because I was just like, that sounds like something yeah. I could do. Marketing. Then I read page one. It was like, your overhead is, and I was like, fuck this shit. I, can't, really? I didn't I can't even get that far. I, I just can't. thought, I just thought I'll just talk my way into this shit. Yeah. <laughs> I show up there, and I'm thinking it's gonna be like an interview. I don't know. I don't know what I thought. All I know is that you're in a suit. You're in your college I'm a suit. suit. I go into this room. Some dude named Devin. Not even Devin. Some guy at a desk is showing me like this little. Like these are the people company work with. Uh, Pizza Hut. Probably heard of Pizza Hut. Pretty good brand. Um, uh, some different, like, uh, different like bullshit brands and stuff, like Little Caesars, and we do marketing for them. Like, okay, that sounds legit. Yeah. Okay, well, you're gonna go out here. This is the first day. It's an interview. It's like a on the job interview. You're gonna go out with a 
one of our sales reps, Devin, and two, Devin takes out three or two or three new guys. So they're, they're brand new, just showed up. Me and this other dude, it's like some super Minnesota dude, like accent, like, oh, yeah, what's going down here? And it's pretty good. And just like a like the accent that's so thick, you came, you've never, you probably never even heard this accent. Yeah, sure. It is like Soda. so back. Oh, yeah. Well, dad's down here for a couple weeks, probably going to fuck around and pull the boat in, but got to go on down to Brainerd first. This dumbass doesn't know how to pick up a boat from a, from a yard. <laughs> Just like, just dumb. Like people make fun of the southern accent, but if you hear like a deep backwoods Minnesotan, yeah, they sound like Trumps. They could like chew on a brick and think it's breakfast or something. Yeah, shit. chew on a brick and just, call it breakfast. Oh, this is pretty good. Hard ass stuff. Yeah, dual ticket, eh? No matter oh. how much milk I pour on it, still a brick. Oh, milk! I love milk. I have milk <laughs> sixteen ounces of milk every day. Go on fucking Burger King and. Pulling around. Hey, what's up? Doing it? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's with me and some guy named Devin. And it turns we're he's we're getting in his car. Huh. And it turns out yeah. we're going on we're going to like the suburbs to do door to door sales of coupons for someplace called Chanticleer's Pizza. <laughs> And I'm in the car, and it's something where again it's like the older I get, I'm how I'm how I didn't go like what the fuck? No. I'm like, no. I'm not walking around in a suit in some bullshit neighborhoods. Giving around coupons. Trying to sell coupons. Trying to sell yeah, coupons. Yeah, trying to sell like some bullshit door to door. Yeah. In a suit. And the next thing I know, I'm walking around a fucking neighborhood in some place outside Minneapolis with this this yokel dude, this fucking, oh, yeah, ding-a-ling. <laughs> He's into it. He's into it. I'm going to sell a bunch of coupons. And we're fucking walking around, and we're, we're supposed to stand back and watch as Devin goes up, and this is what he'd say every time he'd knock. He'd knock, he'd tell us, like, yeah, you want to take a, take a step, a few steps back, you know, so you don't intimidate people and open the door. And he'd go, hi, what's up? Name's Devin. Nothing too serious. Just running around for trying to clear his pizza. I wonder if you guys like, like pizza in this house? Every every place. Knock, knock. Hey, what's up? Name's Devin. Nothing too serious. Just running around for trying to clear his pizza. I heard that probably a hundred times that day. I'm trying to, I kind of like oh. it. Nothing too serious. This, you you address the situation. Nothing just, bad. Yeah, this is just like this because he's got a suit on. It's yeah, like, did someone die that I don't know about? <laughs> Nothing serious. Yeah, he probably learned that the first day. Oh. He was like, "Can I ask you is something missing in your life?" And they're like, "Is it my family?" <laughs> like you think they're the FBI? Yeah. Yeah. Oh God, it's but, pizza. It was all fucking day walking around with these dumbasses. Then we have lunch. They and bought this is us your lunch. training. Was Training, it lunch pizza? Uh, I don't even know what it was. I was. This is like a memory that is going away slowly. Yeah. Like, well, but the one thing, the thing that you said that I always remember is having lunch. I I didn't talk much because I was sort of just kind of like, I don't want to talk about these. These they were idiots. They're fucking idiots. You know what I mean? Sometimes you know you're smarter than someone. And it's okay. <laughs> and I and these guys, I know I was fuck. I could like ways. Just these guys are just these guys are simpletons. They're just some a couple of Minnesota dumbasses. You know oh, what I mean? No. And they just were. And you noticed, and you were like, yeah. I deserve better. And but it, you're eating their free lunch. You can't even have a conversation with people like this because it's just there's just nothing you can talk about. <laughs> and they're sitting down talking about the salary, how like how. Because it's a fucking pyramid scheme, of course. Yeah. It's like, it's like a, some sort of a pyramid scheme. It's not a total pyramid scheme. A but scheme. It's like a thing where 
Oh, when you get up to this number of sale customers, you can you get you get the amount from the people you train bullshit kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And this guy, the super yokel dude, who's also his first day, is sitting there talking about, oh yeah, we can't, he's with mouthfuls of food. No, oh, I can't wait. You know, once we get up to that level, get up to that level too. There, I'm gonna go on the men's warehouse. They've got these beautiful wool suits. The way he fucking said that, it's like the grossest thing. I got these, oh, they got these beautiful wool suits. (laughs) It's in my head all the fucking time. Beautiful wool suits. (laughs) I just just cringe like, (sighs) like you're such a dumbass. Like the feeling that you went to the wrong college. I know that's not what what you're doing, but you're like, Oh, I'm in the wrong class. I'm not supposed to be here. Beautiful wall suits. Beautiful. Beautiful wall suits. I'm picturing him eating coleslaw, too. He probably was eating coleslaw. Beautiful wall suits. Beautiful wall suits. I can't even do the accent. It's so, like, my teeth aren't the right shape to do, to talk like this guy. This guy was probably, like, maybe a year or two older than me, but he looked... Like a like a man like a man a guy who's been in a bar fight maybe you know or not been in a bar fight but like broken up and be like yeah fuck that guy you know what I mean oh you want to fuck oh I, oh beautiful I'll tell you what you know Don's got that that's a beautiful Corvette that's a good that's a real good car he's got oh they got these beautiful wool suits yeah. Up there, oh my! Oh. As soon as I get to level two, some shit like that on the pyramid scheme go of on, coupons, gonna go to he's gonna wear- go get a better suit at Men's Warehouse. A beautiful wool, beautiful suit. wool suit. And what did you say? I just was. It's so watching. funny because I wasn't there, but you're giving me that feeling of a memory, like I can yeah. taste raw broccoli right now. We're you know sitting I mean? in some. Probably Burger King or some shit. Yeah. You know what we actually probably were? I think we went to Little Caesars to have a client meeting. And we get there, and these guys, these dinks, are just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that our boss isn't here. He doesn't know. Just the first thing they tried to do to show us this is a legit operation just failed instantly. <laughs> instantly failed. And this isn't even like a little – this is like a – there's no place to sit down in this place. You can't have a client meeting at a Little Caesars. It's takeout only. You're going to sit in the fucking mop room and talk to some some other dink? Just two dinks trying to like... Pull, uh, just dumb on dumb. It's like two rocks trying to make a fire. I kind of... My school certainly wasn't that dumb, but I remember I met a lot of dummies when I first got to my college, mm-hmm. and I, I never felt that way in my life because I went to a very good high school, right? And then my college was a mixed bag, <laughs> and I really was like, I think I got to get the fuck out of here, really. Until my roommate was like a similar kind of guy, and I was like, okay. <sighs> and then we were like, we got to get the fuck out of here. We were scheming to get out of there, like but prison, then, <laughs> trying then, to break out. But then before we knew it, we were just used to it. Yeah. And we had friends. And then we were like, well, we don't have to try too hard to That's get nice. good grades. You can chill. And you just <laughs> Seeing how little I've used my college degree, I'm glad I was kind of in a knuckleheadery. Yeah, me too, because I went to Florida Thank State, you. and it was pretty easy. Yeah. Florida, it was pretty damn easy. Yeah, and I, I, when people were like talking about like their hair turning gray and all-nighters and Ooh. stuff, 
I was like lighting my farts on fire. I really was like yeah. real stupid shit. And then like the hour before an essay was due, just kind of like Angela Lansbury, <laughs> and it, just like do 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 do, and I'd get an A. It was th- so, and that's why I was like, oh, I'm going to start doing comedy because I had all this like free time. Oh, man, I wish I had started doing comedy in college. I well, they, you know, they talk. It's Malcolm Gladwell's book about uh, David and Goliath. They're like, mm-hmm. go to a school. Where you're dominating, it'll be better for you than going to a school where you're always behind the eight. Oh, I don't think about that. Yeah. yeah, because you don't feel you don't feel like that. You're not. It gives you that I can do anything feeling, yeah. as opposed to just like I'm another cog in the wheel. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I don't know if it's true. I mean, that I'm makes certainly. Sense. I continued my education after college. I'm right. one of those people that was like, no, I can learn. But did, in, you, did you go to grad school? No. no. Oh, did you? No. Beautiful wool suits. Beautiful wool suits. Beautiful wool suits. But you weren't challenged by your college. I've never really met really. anybody that had a similar experience as me. I mean, it was like, at the end of my college, I, I read the requirements to graduate. Yeah. And it, it said, like, for, I was an English major in the communications. I had two majors. I was the same. Like, English, same too. English and communications. Hit it. White guy with communications English major. And you're going to communicate in English. We do use it. Yeah. Oh. I guess I do use it. Yeah, it's true. And then I I looked and it said you're supposed to turn in like a 60-page thesis and defend it and all the shit. No one ever brought it up. No one ever asked me. I coasted through that school my dick out. I had I didn't have my dick out. A, crunching a hot dog bun between my cheeks. Like really? Just, well, I'm just saying it was a it was a foolhardy time. You could have that. You could have had your dick out underneath and in that hot dog bun. I've never put my dick in a hot dog bun. I haven't either. I think my good. I'm gonna put that. Write that down. They look welcoming. I would like to do that. Remember that movie, The Bachelor? What's it called? The one with the uh, Tom Hanks, like a second movie. Hmm. There's a guy named Nick the Dick, and he had put his dick in a hot dog bun and worked at a strip club. I thought that was so cool. Yeah, that does sound cool. The woman reaches for it, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Oh, that's so. It's just like assault. <laughs> yeah, basically it's assault. It's I mean, hilarious assault. But it's in, it was in a strip. It's in a male yeah, strip. Yeah, club. you're there to grab some dicks. Yeah, but still, there's a, is, there's a level to the mischief. That seems like a nine early nineties. Oh, I think it's probably eighties. I think it's eighties. Eighties. It might be. It might be late seventies. What are we doing now that they'll look back and be like, "Well, that was 2017. It was a different time." That's so hard I have to a know. guess. Racism towards Italians. Like we have a lot of like, it's a me, a Mario. That's you offensive. Think so? I'm not saying it offends me. I'm saying it should. Like doing impressions. You want the meatball? How is that? You do the same thing with a Chinese voice or an like something like that? Yeah. Of course it's offensive. Like there's certain races that right. have been like, hey, cut it out. But Italian, for some reason. They like it. <clears throat> <laughs> they either get like the most respect, like <laughs> huge amount Sinatra, and like just yeah. like ah, worship, or it's the guy at the pizza place. And you're like, you wanted me to heat it up. Uh, how is that okay? I think it's because the it's the, all the uh, Scorsese movies and all the all yeah, the but none of them talk like movies. that. That is like a like a like a ah, it's, it's a that's an immigrant. It's an immigrant. That's a, ah, you want the pizza? But you know, you watch okay. The Simpsons, and there's the guy do that's it. like, hey, oh, you want to go home? I, but like you know, the, the, you get my point. I wonder. Yeah, I don't think I I'm not saying. What I'm saying is, we'll look back and be like, that, yeah. that was wrong." It's kind of who knows. I don't like to even also think about that. Also, the Irish. That. The Irish. It's a good time to be like, "Oh, to tree, to tree." Like oh. you'd be fine doing that. Oh, but I think when I do this, I'm doing a different time here. 
Oh, Pete. It's who, a more simple time. Where are the... Who's watching the children? Oh, he's at... Old man Holmes is at the bar, drinking point after point. And who's looking after the kiddies? No one. They're running around, no shoes on. All 19 of them. No sugar, no shoes. And no supervision. <laughs> Oh, how dare... Uh, <laughs> that's my old old Irish woman. Oh, my God. Misty McShamey. <laughs> like, I feel like this is a good example. Yes. In 50 years, they're going to play this clip and be like, that was okay. But it's not... I'm, I'm doing that as... I'm not saying... No, I'm, let you me just, should feel let, bad. Let me just say this. I'm saying things have a tendency to get tighter and more strict. They do. But that also, to me, that is something that I think is, I love it because it's so colorful. And I come from the most whitewashed, boring, yeah. suck hole of nothing. Beautiful wool. Beautiful. That's where you come well, from. I don't even have that culture. Yeah. I've got no culture at all. So to me, anytime I hear something like that. You're just vaporized cabbage. I just love it. Yeah. You want to like, identify I can't with the get culture. Enough. Yeah, yeah. I can't get enough of it. Like well, That stuff is just, to me, it's fascinating because it's. You're, uh, there's like this unawareness there that I just, oh man, I would, I would kill for that. But what do you mean time, an unawareness? Like they're just being themselves? Yeah, being yourself. Yeah, and but they're steeped in culture. Yeah, and it's yeah. so, it's so thick. Right. That like they a, have something. They have such a point of view. Yeah. Such a point of view. I understand. I think this is why white people tend to, uh, what's it called? Uh, appropriate. Appropriate yeah, other cultures. 100%. Is because we're just kind of walking around yeah. a, a blank slate. I think it's the same reason we're white a people... whiteboard. <laughs> whiteboard. And then we write on it hip hop. Or, or um, uh, school shooting. <laughs> yeah, I know. We yeah. don't. We have the worst things. We do. <laughs> we're the worst. Uh, white, what's white culture? Um, long care, uh, school shootings, uh, yeah. Christmas, but not religious Christmas, just sort of, you know. Drinking to repress yeah, drinking. deep, deep depression. Yeah. Oh, um, uh, alcoholic alcoholism. Yeah, but secret al- like not <laughs> yeah. even fun alcohol. Secret alcoholism. No, just fun alcohol. Passed down you know what I mean? Generation, generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we don't talk about it. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. pretty much what we do. Yep. <laughs> that's who um, we are. Oh, stereos sometimes. Oh, also, um, constantly seeking status among other people who live near us. Yeah. Yeah. Just constant status worship. Yeah. yeah. Consumerism. Oh, consumerism. Don't forget consumerism. Status worship. Judgment. Judgment. Hard hearts. Hard hearts? What's that? Just a hardened heart. Oh, ha- ha- hard hearts. Hard hearts. <laughs> ah, the hard hearts. Hard hearts. But then you go to, like, uh, Japan. Yeah. A lot of culture there. There is a lot of culture. There's a lot of cultural identity. There is a lot of repression, too. I There's guess. a lot of repression. Yeah. What's your What's your favorite culture? What is the culture you envy the most? Envy the most? Probably Jamaican. Jamaican? Yeah. I mean, I listen to a lot of reggae. I really do. It's uh, Anytime I say it, people always... Think I'm fucking around and joking. Wait, that you listen to reggae or that I, you'd I like have to a, be Jamaican? Extreme interest in in reggae music. I've had for about the past 15 years. I've been, I just love it so much. Yeah. That sometimes Can you, I can't even. It makes me emotional. <laughs> thinking about it. Sometimes, just I think about the culture of the island of Jamaica and how how it came about. Because you have this music that's arguably the most progressive music in the history of recorded music. Tell me how that because you know it's funny when I hear about Jamaica I just think this is unfortunate but I think of homophobia yeah and that, which is very much true <laughs> yeah uh, but that is that's a that's a religious thing and that's um, I mean because you just don't expect it you expect it to yeah. be, it seems so lovely but you're it saying does. it is lovely there's some blemishes aside that they have like a, a good thing going. that that is a major blemish though yeah there's so many songs I love that this everything about the song is great except for the part when he's like. Sh- 
uh, one of the, like early B is this great MC. He's been he's been murdered. So whatever he got, what it's coming to. No, he didn't. Oh, get what, oh he, he did not get what's coming. <laughs> I don't know guy. who you're talking about, but early, I do not condone that. Early B was he's a great MC. He's amazing, but he's got this song where it's like she ironed the clothes, but she ironed the pants, but the seam them twist. She make the food, but she can't wash the dish. It's like this super yeah, misogynistic yeah, song, yeah, yeah. but it's such a good song. Yeah, and like oh no, why do you have? Why can't you? I think Why? country music has some of those same notes. Yeah, I think country music... And they get a pass. I sometimes think they might get a pass because you're just like, it's just the culture. It's a time. That's true. You know. I think it's worse and Jamaican music is worse though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But At least modern about, like, Jamaican. You know, like Johnny Cash. I love Johnny Cash. Yeah. But even like walking the line is, is kind of like, the man, I'll be good. Like, I won't cheat. And there's yeah. no song about the woman walking the line. It's just assume that she's at home. It's true. Baking the line. She's baking that line. <laughs> and I'll bake the line. I know. So but, why do you love it? Tell me. Wh- uh, how, how are you introduced to it? I think I first got into it in college. I worked at WVFS Tallahassee, the voice of Florida State. This is a radio station at Florida State. Uh-huh. Great radio station. Wonderful radio station. 644-1837 for your requests. That's 644 We're going to one- need an area code. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's 2016. Uh, 850-644-1837. WVFS Tallahassee. This is the voice of Florida State, 89.7. And it was your voice? No, I just was it. It was a DJ. It was one of uh, one of many. Yeah, but you were one of the voices. Yeah, and I got into reggae there. Uh, I think that's right about the time that Trojans started putting out these little three CD boxes. They reissued a bunch of Trojan Records is a big label run by Duke Reed. Uh, it's like one of the seminal uh, reggae labels in the late '60s. And Trojan is one of the seminal condom companies. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think there's no relation, but. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> that laugh you did you doing just now? It's like that's, evil. That's like the laugh like a Colombian drug dealer does right before he kills you and you think like, oh he's just he's just joking. <laughs> my friend, my friend. <laughs> 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 and then he shoots then, you with a gold-plated yeah, gun. Yeah, right in the... He's hugging you. He goes, <laughs> yeah. It had to go. Uh, <laughs> it was a weird laugh. That's that movie... The, I just watched that movie, The Infiltrator, and that's like all that happens. Just laughing, then shooting. Really? It's it's okay. That was like uh, the white, Black Mass. Yeah. Was just like, I forgive you, I forgive you. Shoot. Shoot. I forgive you, I forgive you. Shoot. Uh, disappointment. And it doesn't really... I didn't love it either. Yeah. It's like a cocktail movie. If you're on a plane and you've oh, had three, I'm gonna watch it. three drinks, you'll watch it. I'm going to watch it and then get the drinks. Ooh, <laughs> to I, celebrate ooh, I got an occasion. Ooh, ooh, a movie about Boston. Yeah. I love that shit. Do any, you? Any, any cultural thing. Any sort of culture, like Boston. Yeah. Southern stuff. Uh, Jamaica. Bo- Bo- I'm from Boston. And it, has, I, it does have a weird thing going on where like a really a real knucklehead as yeah. we call him, from deep, deep Boston. I'll put him against any, like, knucklehead southerner. or You know what I mean? They get the stereotype. Yeah. But Boston has this weird thing going on where there's MIT and literally someone's smoking with a robot hand. And, like, next to it, someone's like, Ah! I, I shit my hat! <laughs> I shit my hat and I put it on! You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's both. It's just like... There's no nailing it down. You don't understand Boston. Like, I don't, I don't understand Boston. It is, to me, it's so interesting because it's these people, they're, they're in, it's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of everything. Yeah. You have poor, you have uber rich, you have uber smart, and you mm-hmm. have stupid. Then you have in the middle. Yep. It's crazy. 
It's I just, crazy. I never saw any of that growing up, so it's like so fascinating. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's where all the cultural stuff comes from. I like it so much because growing up, Rochester, Minnesota is very. It's so boring. It's really? so. There's just no. There's no edge to anything. Yeah. I I rarely ever saw any sort of poverty whatsoever. There's no poverty. There's no like. If there is, it's far away and hidden and not that bad because it's such like a well-to-do town. Interesting. Minnesota in general, Minnesota has like the best welfare of any state in the country, at least it did for a long time. Mm. If you could be a drug addict, like a, as this writer, David Carr, he died um, a few years ago. Great writer. He was a brilliant. He wrote this book called Night of the Gun. And he, um, he, did, he did everything. He shot coke and he was a ruthless alcoholic. Um, he just was a madman. Yeah. But he, because he lived in Minnesota, he had so much free treatment because there's all these huge free treatment centers in the state of Minnesota. It's just it's like the best place. He always talks about how if he lived in any other place, he would have died. Ten times over. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Just because there's something about the, the Lutheran experience or something that lends itself to non-judgmental help. Yeah. And, and Patch him up, Tommy. Okay. Oh, oh well, sure. You need to you need to dry out for a couple of days, maybe a month or two. We're so. gonna pick some fresh tomatoes for you. We're gonna take care of those kitties. <laughs> <I'm just doing> <laughs> Irish. Things will be better than when you checked in. Like when you come out, your yeah. affairs will be in better order so you because start we're Lutheran, motherfucker. Exactly. Yeah. Oh well, gotta wake up at four and take care of this house. <laughs> I kind of envy that too. Yeah. Like I had to. Like I wanted to get up and write this morning. Just a little bit of writing. Right. Couldn't do it. And I was like, somewhere in Minnesota is a guy yep. who sleeps holding a hammer. So when he gets up, he doesn't have to waste five seconds looking for it. Garrison Keeler, he used to get up. He always talks about that, getting up really early to write. He'd get up at four in the morning. Really? Put on some coffee and just write for a couple hours and go back to sleep. Really? He, there's a lot of people who talk about that. The morning how, is the best. Yeah. Because like, your personality hasn't shown up yet. It hasn't shown up. It shows up around one o'clock. That's when I really feel like really? like every piece of the Iron Man suit has been assembled. Yeah. But in the morning, you're just kind of like open. Yeah. Like fresh like the morning itself. Especially if you're coming out of deep sleep that early in the morning, your brain is still dreaming. Yeah. It's still doing all these things where – I always find that whenever I have like an early call time, like I actually – I, love, I love the early call times. Like, I do too. Like, oh, I get up at five? Yeah. Dread, but also awesome because I get up – Cause and there's the world. Yeah. It's there. And you feel like shit. And it's like dewy. Mm-hmm. Why were we sleeping through this? What's the evening got? Stark oh, darkness? I do like dusk. I'm not talking about dusk. I'm talking about dusk is over and we're still sitting in the seats for some reason. <laughs> still sitting. <laughs> Go on. Uh, you love morning. I like it. I like being forced to wake up early then because I always think about weird shit. And then your brain probably works better is what you're saying. Yeah. More creative. I always think about weird – Just what, I just think about weird That's stuff. That's why I do the podcast at 1 o'clock. That's my key really? time. I love 1 o'clock. But I love the morning for writing, Yeah. P- afternoon for podcasts. And then by the evening – we've done some episodes of the podcast that we record in the evening and they're completely different. Really? Like Just like a different person is hosting the podcast yeah. in my opinion. I guess like, if I feel you, like it's evening, Pete. If you think that's the case, then it probably is. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like uh, if you think that this is going to be the way it is, it'll just be that way because the universe will bend to your will. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's going to be applesauce in the fridge. <laughs> there's applesauce. No, I'm not, I'm not that good. 
Wait, do you believe in that stuff? I do. Yeah. You do? I believe in it to some extent. We create our own reality? Yeah. I feel like a lot of time. I mean, I for me, at least, there's a lot of small things. At least since I started meditating, I feel like that's, there's more things like that. That's like the most dumb, cliche thing to say, but I really feel like it's true because you sort of – I don't think it's so much the things are happening as you are just more in tune with things. And so the things that seem like it might be an accident – is actually just your brain, it knew about this. Mm. And somehow it managed to, like the best example, this is such a dumb example, but I think this, for me, this is something where, like when you wash <laughs> wash my clothes, there's certain things I don't want to be in the dryer because they'll shrink because they're like partially wool or something. Yeah. So I throw them in there beautiful for- Beautiful well, wool. Such as my beautiful- Beautiful, partially wool. Partially wool. Ah, it's 100%. If you're about to say that those items are on the top of the wash and they're easy to take out, is that what you're saying? No, in the dryer. Yeah. Sometimes, one time I, I don't think this happened a couple times, open the dryer and I'm thinking about like, okay, I need to get this one thing out and that's what I'm going to take out. And it's right there. Yeah. Just immediately. It's funny that you say that because on this podcast, I haven't said it recently, but I've been like, I always dump my clothes on the bed to fold them. Right. And the socks are always just kicking it together. And I'm always like, what's going on here? Did you want them to be that way? I sure did. Well, then maybe it's And I've been very like... public about that. I've yeah. talked a lot about my socks being together. Well, that, that's kind of an ancient idea. Is it is. It's real. Meditation can help you <clears throat> extricate yourself from the drama of your life and you start observing it right. like you're reading a story. Right. And then the next level beyond that is realizing that you're writing the story. Right. The problem that we have with this is when we start running into pain and suffering and all that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah. That's, that's the big hang-up. There's this great writer um, from Michigan, uh, Jim Harrison. He has this, I wish I could think of the quote, but he has this great quote. Uh, the book, uh, Legends of the, he wrote Legends of the Fall. Okay. Which is actually three. That's one novella in like a three-part uh, book. Uh-huh. It's so good. It's so interesting. But he talks about that. Because uh, I saw, I just saw the movie after I read the book. And the movie is, oh, God, it's so – it's so I was so fucking disappointed. Oh, really? Because the book is – God. Yeah. You just – you really – certain things you just can't describe. But he he's so descriptive. But he talks about – That's how I felt when I saw The Road. Really? I was like, yeah. this, this is – I didn't even book see book is like an you, inner monologue. You can't see And then when you just see a guy picking up wood, you're like – It's not the same. But that's when he was thinking about – Right. It's just like a man picking up wood. Well, you can, a book can't be a movie and a movie can't be a book. Yeah. You can do it. You can do some stuff, but it just never – I'm trying to think of a great movie that was a book. The born born movies were yeah. books. I love they Those were are so much better as movies. Those are my Jesse Pop has them. that great bit about it. he was like, they were books. And he's like, What were the books? Born, get me born, says the man <laughs> in the room with all the computers. It's his bit. It's so funny. Meanwhile, uh, Jason Bourne's in the airport and he's fighting with a book. It's so good. Oh, the book fighting. I love yeah, that. The book fighting. I yeah. think about that all the time. Like all the times I'll carry a book around and I have a hardback. Like I just want someone, yeah. someone, someone, somebody tangle with me. Yeah, but I feel like if you put a book on somebody and punch the book, yeah, that's not. No, I wouldn't do that. I would take the. That's book. That's what he does, though. He does that, but that doesn't work. You're just punching a book at that point. Don't, don't, don't tell me. I'm telling you. I'm gonna do it. You're gonna attack the book. I'm gonna take them if they come at me. If they want to tangle. Did you see the new one? Yeah, it's well, it's just a rehashing of the second one. The second. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it really is. Like, I'm a huge fan of those movies. I love them, too. I love them. And this one, 
definitely was just it was bad. Hey, you think, think we can do tell the same story again? Yeah, Did no one notice. Yeah. yeah, 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 just do it. They force awakened us. Oh yeah, that's definitely the case. Oh, a hundred percent. They realized. I bet there were like meetings about that where they were like, we realize we can just tell the same story yeah. with small differences. There's so many similarities in this new one. It's just depressing, really. And what new one? They're the new. If we could keep it down, stop. Stop stomping for the stupid shoot downstairs. That's so funny. I didn't stomp. I hit the table once. Oh, okay. Dingaling Dorch. I've never I've never had such a thing. Oh well. Oh dear. Oh dear. I've never We just got a note to be quiet. We're, we're not being loud. We're not being loud. That was a that's a the note came from a long time ago. If I'm writing the story, why did I make this happen? Um JK. I know what you're talking about, the feeling of like serendipities and the feeling yeah. of connection. And, and the more you meditate and the more you're quiet. Right. I think the more you're quiet, the more you kind of see the magic everywhere. And that's why like kind of tripped out hippie people like ourselves perhaps are kind of walking around going like, do you see this? Uh-huh. And uh, it's just uh, being still. When you're still, you can notice more things like the thing in the dryer. Like the rational mind takes something like that and goes like, well, that's ridiculous. Look at, right. look at pain and suffering. Look at look right. at the random things. Look at the time that you didn't have the item that you were looking for at the top of the dryer. Right. And your brain is just in favor of those because they feel good. There's a reward associated with believing that the world is magic. So you mm-hmm. get like a dopamine burst from that. So you hold on to that memory and you delete, just as I have, you delete the times where the socks weren't together. Yeah, it's selective. You're selective. What uh, you do? Because it's better. It's, it, right. it feels more nice to be in a world with meaning. Better experience of life. But there are other people over there going like, I'm collecting the times when the world didn't have meaning. Right. And I can, they can argue their case just as well as uh, – yeah. actually probably a lot better I feel than like you that, and I could. I guess that's the case. But I feel like it's not though. I feel like a lot of times – well, that's what I was saying about Jim Harrison. He says, has this quote where he talks about – in the most eloquent way that I couldn't even possibly describe, but about how – that because you know the story of Legends of the Fall. It's about uh, three brothers. They grew up in Montana in the late eighteen hundreds, and they all go off to the First World War uh, of volunteers to to fight for the Canadian Army. And one of them is killed, and one of them is really injured, and one of them is like a wild man, and he just survives. And basically, just talks is that about the Brad Pitt one. He's Brad, Brad Pitt's the wild man. Yeah, yeah. And he talks about how there's just this. There's no way that that type of pain and suffering will ever because the story is more than just that it's always terrible things happen to all these good people how it will never make sense and never has made sense and to some extent that is the question of life is that right there and that's why it's the thing that drives everything is because there's these these absolutely terrible things that happen and these are people who believe in God these are God-fearing people this in the story and how it just it doesn't it doesn't make sense and it right. never will. Right. So all you can do is all you can do is bullshit hack version of this quote. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to say. Well, why don't you yeah. Google it? You must I know guess some of Google. the words. I mean, it's something. I don't know how to find. I wouldn't have, wouldn't know how to find it. It would be Jim Harrison says something about pain and suffering and Legends of the Fall. Well, Aristotle. Can, yeah. Do you mind? Um, well, it's interesting. The way that people, you know, the great mystics that I've studied, they're always turned towards nature. And when you're right. looking at nature, they're like everything 
is perfect. It's easy when you're not invested in the lives of the gazelles to be like right. the gazelle feeds the lion and then the lion cub that dies does this and all this sort of stuff. You kind of can have this outsider perspective and go look at how perfect the world is. You right. know what I mean? And it's hard once we assign more meaning to these pieces of the same puzzle. Mm-hmm. We're like, but these are humans and they're special and our wars and those deaths mean more. Talk about the chickens that we were talking about that yeah. were sacrificing at the beginning. Those are happening all the time. Or as I, we always say on the show, it's Ant 9-11 every day. Like millions right. of ants are dying every day. And then, you know, as you know, I'm a vegan or whatever. I try to be a vegan most of the time. <clears throat> I think about the bacteria I kill on my body right. every morning in the shower. You like, can't win. Well, life lives on death. But this is – if you can zoom out far enough, mm-hmm. you can even see beauty in the horror. Like Joseph Campbell, great quote. Uh, Ken Bishop, who's a friend of mine who listens to this podcast, he, he works with cancer patients and mm-hmm. he's having a hard time. And I had no idea what to say to him because he's doing the real work. And we're, my problems are like traffic and like rude people or whatever the fuck my stupid life is. He's dealing with real – Life and death shit. Right. And the only thing I could think of was not that he asked for help, but I was trying to think of something nice to say. And I said the Joseph Campbell quote, which is joyfully participate in the sorrows of the world because that's, that's our choice. We can't stop sorrow, yeah. but we can change how we see it. Right. And there are those sort of realized beings like the Buddha when he woke up. Right. His revelation was similar to what I was just saying. He was looking at the ants beneath the feet Mm -hmm. of the people like at a funeral. And he's like, wow, everything is living and dying and recycling and constantly moving in this really strange dance Mm -hmm. that we don't always understand unless you can really let go of your drama and see it from an outsider's perspective. Yeah, you have to look at it. I mean, it's a different – it's a Buddhist thing as well, but just the idea that – the the world is on fire. Everything is terrible. Yeah, yeah everything right. is absolutely terrible that's also and temporary. horrible. Yeah, temporary too. So if that's the case, then all you can do is is acknowledge that and move through it. Right. Because you can't. It's just how it is. Like God, God is death. <laughs> I love saying that. I love thinking God about that. God is death. Yeah. God, and that's, that's, that's funny because TJ talks about God being time. Time is the thing that kills us all. Yeah, which time is, is the which thing is that death. rules the world. Is time death. is death. Yeah. Is God? Sure. Yeah. And that's I always think, sometimes I get like super jacked up on adrenaline if I'm exercising or something. And I, I remember one time I saw this crow land in front of me, and I was just like, I was just you know, really uh, just bubbling with the good stuff. <laughs> like feeling well, you and your brain were bubbling. Yeah, I just had a ton of adrenaline from running, and I just felt so. Like I could could a, a large animal could attack me and I would be able to to grab it. You felt it and, invincible. Yeah, I felt invincible. See this crow, this crow lands, and all I could think about was this crow was just saying, just comes down to remind me just the the pure unadulterated uh, neutrality of the world and of nature and of life. That just to say like, hi, guess what? You're dead. Right, like coming to tell me, like, "Hi, you're dead." Well, this is the this is the fascinating thing. I just watched the movie The Minimalists. Uh, I recommend it. It was very interesting. And there was a guy who was a stockbroker. I think he was the standout in the in the doc. Mm-hmm. And he was very compelling, and he was talking about how he became a junior partner at his stock firm, and then he was going to get. He was already in a corner office, but he was going to make the the big the big, big 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 money, and then he started weeping. Uh, privately in his office because he was like, I know I'll never be able to leave now. Like he had this inkling to get out. And his thing at the end of the movie was if you can really, really get past 
the hippy dippy, like everything is temporary, we're all dying, the world is on fire stuff, and really absorb that information into your bones, you do quit the job, and he did. Yeah. You do quit the job, and you do build a tiny house, and you do figure out how to live on less, and you do, do spend more time in fields looking at flowers and talking <laughs> to your dying parents and making love to your spouse and fucking looking at your dog's hairy red bush. Like, <laughs> you, you go, wait, shit. But there's this hum. There's like this white noise that goes, no, you'll be fine. And I think consumerism is a big part of that. Oh, yeah. It's like you're not dead. You're buying an iPhone. Yeah, you're doing something. You're doing like, something. Oh, I'm, I'm buying a motorcycle. The motorcycle is there. You, ha- you can't die. Well, you're on a motorcycle. But you can't die. You have to use that motorcycle. You're consumed a- by it. But you're buying a thing. Just the act of buying something is the investment in the idea of a future where you'll use it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like planning a vacation. You'll go, we'll go to Maui in three weeks. You're saying, I'm going to be alive in three weeks, right. and that's a good feeling. Yep. But the guy that goes, shit, this is it. This is your one time around. Mm-hmm. Even if you believe in reincarnation, you're not going to remember your past life unless right. you're some sort of amazing being. You're, you're just going to keep going around and around. So this is it as far as you're concerned, whatever you believe. This is it. Uh, and when, it, when we watch those things about people unplugging and going – God damn, it feels good when I eat tomatoes, mm-hmm. and it, my own tomatoes, and it feels good when I barefoot dance, and it feels good when I can drop everything and go to some fucking New Orleans, New Orleans uh, jazz festival right. or, or drop acid at the Grand Canyon. Or do all those things. And that's what I'm saying. At the same time. <laughs> the, yeah, these people that are going like, we work so that we can buy shit, and then we work more to buy shit, yeah. and we buy bigger houses, and we fill the houses with more shit we don't need. It's very compelling. And the people that seem to be turned on in this regard are the ones that are like, I don't need that many things. Yeah. I don't need that much stuff. And they can own these principles that we're kind of discussing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's the, hard, the hardest thing is living in it and constantly being that way. That's the hardest thing. I think for me it always is because it's easy. To, it's so easy to just kind of get invested in stuff that's uh, really dumb and doesn't yeah. matter. Remember like, oh, wait, who cares? Right. Like if I didn't ha- if I didn't have fun doing this, why should I do this? Right. I I'm struck with how much I watch TV and movies and stuff, and mm. and, and I love that stuff. But you do get the feeling that we do that a, a lot. Yeah. And you're like, but then the question is, well, what would we do if we weren't doing that? Like I know it feels good to get in the car on a Sunday, and mm. you can get to Santa Monica from where I live in like 30 minutes, 20 right. 30 minutes on a Sunday, and go to the beach, the beach, and get in the water. And that feels amazing. Right. And we know this, but somehow we don't have the will to do it. I think it's not reinforced. We could blame culture. It's not reinforced by our culture. These these values aren't really like lauded in our world. Yeah. It's also just difficult. I think it's also the biggest thing. Exhausting. Yeah, it's that. It's your body telling you um, it's the same reason people gain weight. It's the same reason people don't exercise is because it's – your body has this natural tendency to – because we're the the body's primitive, and so it's still, for the most part, it still lives in that sense where it's worried about thinking where its next meal is going to come from, and so yeah, and avoiding danger, avoiding danger. And if you have food in your house and everything, the temperature is good, stay there. Just stay there. <laughs> it's that's, true. That's, it's telling you, no, it's no, it's true. okay. You're fine. You're good. You're good. You have it so much better than ninety nine point nine 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 percent of all of humanity. Right. So your brain is very confused why you should get in the car where you could crash, right. go to the ocean where you could drown, mm-hmm. or get attacked by some sort of land sea hybrid monster. 
Or you could just Which stay in and watch. This goes back to our Facebook thing. Yeah. Or you could safely consume titillation information. Right. And ex- some, like, a fraction of an experience. Like, Val and I were, last night were watching uh, people in flight suits. You ever watch flight suit videos? No. What do you mean? It's like a flying squirrel suit. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like a, fl- a flight suit is just a. Uh, yeah, that, are, they, are they called a flight suit? I know what you mean. A flight suit is a just like what a pilot yeah. wears, like a, a onesie. <laughs> That's what my grandpa used to wear. But apparently, <laughs> you go, a, now a flight suit has wings. Okay, you look like an X Man. I think you, you jump call off, it a flying squirrel suit. Flying squirrel suit. Okay, and you you jump off and you soar around. And I was like, this is amazing. And it's I'm going to say it's one one thousandth of what it might be like to do it. Oh, one God. one thousandth. Yeah, still way way off. But you're still kind of like, but I'm just sitting here. No yeah. risk. No risk. It's like watching skateboarding videos or, or ski extreme extreme skiing videos. Our brains are stupid enough that just looking at sex, pornography, mm-hmm. just looking at someone uh, high-speed skiing. Just observing it. Just looking at someone falling, like you feel that feeling of like, am I falling? Right. That's why pornography works. You're like, look, it's an orgy. I'm at the orgy. So we figured it out. But I am concerned that we're just going to keep going deeper and deeper in, in this well, direction. VR is so good now. And it's only going to get better. But that's the thing I think is it, it doesn't matter. You can't you can't go home. We're done. It's already over. We're toast. Yeah, and but it's not. That's the thing. People always bemoan technology and well, uh, before it was it was so much better before. It's like well, too, sorry, it's, it's it's here. It's been here. It's not going anywhere. You better fucking figure out how to deal with it and how to be happy with it, or just kill yourself or well you, isn't there another option <laughs> i guess you can you can move out to the woods and get a cabin or something i suppose yeah. but if you can't re, you can't resist but don't you it. think in 10 it's, years you and i'll do the podcast again and we'll be sitting here talking about how we won't be sitting here together at all we'll have, we won't be in the same room yeah we'll be vr yeah we definitely won't, won't be in the same room i don't think we will be really unless there's no substitute for this i th- uh, i don't know i don't i don't think so i think vr's i Played around with some VR stuff recently and was significantly <laughs> impressed by it. Really, and this is still pretty rudimentary. Yeah, it's gonna just keep. What did getting, you do? I played a bunch of different games and did this weird. Yeah, there's one that had like a little job, like working in a, as a mechanic. It's very cartoony, like Cars the movie, but it's still it's um, totally immersive. It's incredible, and it's not even with the gloves. I didn't have the gloves on. I had the little sticks. It's fu- it's fascinating. It's you, so fun. They know, just had you fixing cars. Fixing cars. Here's the best thing. They have a VR painting thing. Yeah. If you try, if you try the VR painting, oh, it's I've one of those things. Videos of that. But when you're in it, yeah, it's something where oh shit, this is it. We're we're this, fucked. We're fucked. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It is something that is so fucking cool. You have headphones on. Imagine to be able to paint in Into the air, air. Yeah. around you, every color, every texture, every motion, everything. An infinite space. It's just this something about that that blows my. It's like fucking, fucking meditating. Yeah, I, we both do. We both meditate. Yeah. When I meditate, I have a lot of uh, visual and auditory hallucinations. Oh wow! And and I love it. It's like why, why I meditate because it's like oh you get to dip. Trippy. You get to dip into this little. It's a little movie. Yeah. And so when I was in VR, that was the closest thing I've ever had to experience in meditation that well, was. I would like a VR oh. that, and I bet they will, that will simulate taking a drug, like taking oh, it's, it's like an, an acid trip. Af- it would be the easiest thing to do. Yeah. 
Oh my god! It's just because when you take a hallucinogen or you get into a really sweet yeah. space meditating, you really are just looking at like at the infinite possibilities of your mind, right? And a lot of it does look like fractals, and a lot of it looks yep. like screensavers. Yeah, it's like being inside of a screensaver. Definitely. So they could put you inside of a screensaver, and they will, and they will. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You painted? What did you paint? Big old. Oh, I, dick? I did a lot of spirals. Yeah, I was just excited by being able Where to paint around at Duncan's house, Duncan Trussell. Yeah, yeah. Being able to paint around your head, yeah, you can like do it like around you. So I it's like ribbon dancing. Yeah, I made a little cage of rainbow pulsating ribbon around me, and that was just me fucking around the first time ever. I can imagine what an artist would do. An artist, or uh, well, that's going to be three dimensional like art exhibits. It's going to be fucking crazy. We're going to loop. People are going to start dying in virtual reality. It's going to happen a lot. Well, people did that with like World of Warcraft and stuff. Right. They would starve to death. Or they something. did, but this is a, just a bit. This is Wait, so what much. What do you mean? Well, because you're going to be in this world that's so immersive that you're never going to leave. You're never going to leave. It's going to just change. I mean, I don't. I'm not a futurist or anything, but there's probably. I'm sure William Gibson has a great take on this. Whatever. It just. It's something that's so. It's such a big thing. Yeah. It's going to change things so well, much. I'm watching Westworld. Are you watching Westworld? I haven't watched it. No. It's good. It's very good. Okay. And uh, I seen the movie, the original movie. There's a there's a movie. Yeah, it's with Yul Brynner. It's there's a movie. <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch it. I want any spoilers. It's really good. But it's interesting. And I was like, I almost said to Val, I was like, this is what our kids will be doing. Like, yeah. The idea of going, like, I play Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, it's the best, and it's the same as Westworld. It's a world, and I've talked about this before. The glimpses that we get into the the, the perversions are what uh, Jung and Freud would call our shadow. Right. You know, the 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 darker, weird kind of counterpart to our regular social selves. The part that does just want to shoot people because you can. Right. So when they make it hyper realistic. Where video games become these incredibly complex programs mm-hmm. where they can talk and learn, and it's very real. You can fuck them, which is like pornography. You can shoot them, which is like video games. But it's all in this one place. I was like, that's that's absolutely where we're heading. Well, it's the abyss. What's the old quote? I don't know even who said it, but when you stare at the abyss, the abyss stares back. Yeah, you start and, to see who you really are, and that's that's like I always talk about this, and uh, yeah, I, like Heath Ledger, right? Heath Ledger, when he played the Joker, yep. that was a brilliant role. Like, fucking totally brilliant. And he lost himself in that. Yeah. I mean, he, he died from a drug overdose, right? But just, you could you well, can make... Well, I've heard that it was that he took the prescribed drugs, but he took the wrong combination of them. But they had all been prescribed to him. That's I think, what I was told. Well, he definitely was taking a lot of... He's still taking those, I believe they were anti-anxiety and yeah. sleep drugs and all the stuff. And he's not a dumb guy. That slows your heart down and you die. Yeah, I think maybe he, in some sense, knew what he was doing. Right, I because, see what you're saying. And the, even Jack Nicholson warned him about this. He said, like, be careful because you're going to get lost in this right. role. It's going to feel so good that when he, when you come, when you're done with it, nothing's going to have, nothing's going to have that that taste, yeah. that bite to it because you just did something that's the ultimate experience, like a peak experience. Like being in Westworld, going, uh, no, right. no spoilers, but in a world where you can do right. anything. You know, it's funny. And I it, think that that's, that's where we're headed toward is that that's the, he's, you're looking in the abyss then, and you're, it's staring back at you. So and it, you, can't, you can't touch things like that without them also touching you. Right. And when it happens, there's something that's going to happen to our brains that's going to be, it might be an epidemic of something. It might be some sort of, like uh, Gibson talks about it in Johnny Mnemonic about information sickness. 
And that may be something like that. I, I don't know. You can all, all you do is speculate. Yeah. But there's going to be something that will happen because we're touching this thing that's so hot. We're opening Pandora's box. Yeah. And it's all, but it's that thing, it's already open. Right. It's just, it's coming out slowly. It's not going to be like, people always make something out to be like an apocalypse. But there's this great writer, James Howard Kunstler. He's a real kind, he's kind of a crank and kind of a, what do you want to say? He's kind of a, a very, very pessimistic guy. But he's still really smart and interesting. But he talks about, he calls it the long emergency because <laughs> it's not, he says it's not going to happen quickly. People think, oh, there's going to be an apocalypse. We got to get to our shelters. It's not going to happen that way. You're going to slowly, if there is. Next thing you know, you're plugging slow. into the, wheel, yeah. the virtual reality more than you're fucking your wife. Something, or and just it's, you, something. It's not going to happen fast. It happens slow. Well, it's the danger of power, right? right. This is what every good myth is about. And, and the Lord of the Rings is the one that I often go to. But really, if you look into right. Greek mythology, yeah. you know, there's always. A minotaur and a thing, and the minotaur is because the king uh, had an affair with a cow. Like it's all these like weird. Uh, it's the king that gets perverted and only wants to serve himself, and it's right. my and mine, and that's what Gollum is, and that's what a lot of these myths are. So we learn that, as you said, we're stuck in these prehistoric kind of meat, as Duncan would say, spacesuits. Yeah, meat and bodies. we have all these. <laughs> we're meat bodies. We're meat puppets. Yeah, and we have all these urges. And the temptation is to satisfy all of the urges. Right. Even though we know sacrifice, which I just learned is to make sacred. That's what sacrifice okay. means. But we're sacrificing, and we know that there's true value, not just the hardware story. But there's, <laughs> there's real grit and, and soul in sacrifice uh-huh. and not always doing what we want. How many movies do we need to see about the guy that didn't want the family that has the family? Yeah. Like, now I know what love is, right? right? So that's another kind of myth. But the danger myth of going, let's scratch every itch. Mm-hmm. Let's come every time we get an erection. Let's shoot every time we're angry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So we're getting, we're Gollum and we have our ring, but it's a phone. Mm-hmm. This is an epiphany. It's like a phone and we're in a cave and we're just right. going, ah, precious. And we're, check, 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 check it. Double tap for lights. And that's us now. Yeah, you know. That's right, the slow emergency. And it's good. Well, the long emergency. He calls it the long emergency. That's, I like what I said yeah. better. Well, you can be that, and I'll, he'll he'll be that. <laughs> I'm gonna, what if Gollum with a phone? That's a good painting. That is interesting. I'm gonna paint Gollum with a phone. You paint sometimes. Sometimes. All you got to do is take some paint. Thank God you sometimes paint. Could you imagine it? Like, well, you you paint? Yep, always. I'm always painting. <laughs> uh, just yeah I take uh, Adderall you look and I'm painting with my foot you're sleeping you're like <laughs> <laughs> Val wakes up always painting looking like mystique every morning oh my god nice nice pull uh, no I paint very infrequently right but I, I like it like a like an army commander what do you mean some, some, I know some of those guys they, they were painters Army commanders? Back in the day. I don't think that, just because that means something to you, I don't think you can just say that. You're an officer. You're an officer. You're someone who come from a, come from a, you're highborn. Highborn? I'm a highborn officer here in the army of the queen. Does that mean like your father and your father's father? I was educated at Harvard and I learned to paint watercolor. (laughs) Oh dear. I say we shall charge and I will finish this watercolor I'm working on. (laughs) I do love bar talk, I say. I want to go to Duncan's house and use virtual reality. It's pretty cool. Why does he have one? Can you just buy one? You can get one. You can get one. You can just buy one? You should get one. Aristotle's get nodding. Ask for it. Ask for it now. I like uh, Air, virtual reality. Give Pete one. Yeah. Isn't it Oculus Rift? 
Oculus is not the the company that makes the best one right now. I can't think of what it's called. It's not. Is it Sam, what's it called? It's like V. I can't remember. I want to say it's Samsung, but maybe it's not. Samsung There's makes a, one. Uh, I can't remember what it is. Samsung. It's the one that you see when you see the guys with little sticks with the rings on them. Yeah, you've probably seen them if you go to like a you know your average trade show. <laughs> if I walk the floor at a trade, that's show. that's what I call Comic Con. Oh, this is a cool trade show. <laughs> oh, I got some suits over here. I got trade. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Whoa, suits. Speaking of which, how many? How much did oh we're working today take off? I hear it all the time. All the time. You sound, no, you sound upset about it. Well, it's sometimes, I'm, I'm, sometimes it's one of those things where I hear it from someone like, you know I've said other words in my life. <laughs> you feel like Chappelle with I'm Rick James, bitch? That, this is your I'm Rick James, bitch? I guess maybe like in the, the, the very small, small percentage yeah. of that. I love it, though. It's, but you I, get it a great. lot. Now you'll get beautiful wool suits, though. I don't think, I don't think it's going to take off as much. Oh! We're working today. Oh, we're working today. I just said it to you. Yeah, I like it. I go. Well, go I texted you the picture of uh, people made t-shirts. Oh yeah, the t-shirt, the t-shirt. It's just your face, and it says, "Oh, we're working today." Oh, we're working today. It's an excellent shirt. <laughs> and you, I just texted you last night. Yeah. Because I saw someone had drawn a dick on your poster. Well, here's the here's the spoiler. Mm. Uh, Brooks did that. Brooks Whelan. Yeah, we did it as a joke together. I walked up. He had some film me walking up to him as he's drawing it. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, but also there is one. It is an all natural dick on my face in Echo Park on the ad. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, you've made it. Yep. You now have dick on your face. This, the dick is not as good. The dick isn't a jizzing dick. It's just like a real basic cock and balls, but it's still a dick. Pointing to your mouth? Uh, pointing to my face. Yeah. Just your face in general. I think it was someone just casually, oh, this guy needs a dick. Yeah. There's nothing in your face. Your mouth isn't open. Nope. You're not holding your hand up in a, a stroking gesture. But I am asking for it. In a way, you're quietly asking for yeah. it. But that you want to tell people about the show. Yeah, it's called What's Son it? of Son Zorn. Zorn. It's called Son of Zorn. Dan Mintz wrote on it. Very funny. He did, yeah. Very He's, funny Dan oh, there's a lot of, funny, a lot of good, a lot of good, funny, weird stuff in Is it show. out already? It's out. Third episode airs tomorrow. Well, this will be out on Wednesday. Okay, so, so. The, third, the third episode will have aired on Sunday, and the fourth one will be coming on the next Sunday. And uh, I'm sure people get, uh, you know, they don't like this, but it, it feels like it might be like an ALF kind of thing. Uh, sort of. I mean, I'm, ALF was a great show. It is, but ALF was, <laughs> ALF was a practical character. Zorn is animated. So True. there is like, it's more like Roger Rabbit meets... ALF. Meets ALF, I guess, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I refuse to not have you call it ALF. The, the funny thing is, I mean, we've done a ton of press for the show. And no one has actually said no one's likened it to Elf. Maybe maybe just once. Really? I don't know why, but you're. But it's Elf. I'm it's, not saying it's Elf. Yeah. I talked to Mintz about it. He's like, it's not Elf because Zorn is from a part of the world like Kazakhstan. Yeah. That's make believe. Right. And everyone there is a cartoon. Right. And Zorn is over here. But people aren't like, what the fuck is a cartoon doing here? They're just like, there's a guy. That's true. From- that's Mintz is very smart, and he's right about he that. He nailed it. It's he's yeah. like he's from Kazakhstan. Yeah, I always say, you know those guys from Pakistan who have like the the guys who live in like the what do you call the very extremely religious guys with the orange beards and the very like they have very light up. It's like a thing. I think um, there's a certain sect of people there who uh, in Afghanistan uh-huh. and they dye their beards. Uh, it's brilliant orange. They look they look crazy. They look like yeah. If you saw a guy like that in L.A. wearing robes and had a headscarf and. He's, some of them have brilliantly blue piercing eyes and these 
orange yeah. beards okay. look like a weird person. But that person is from the world. They're just right. from a different country that has w- different stuff. Different stuff. That's why I think Zorn's like that, except Zorn speaks English and looks like a like a like a trope from 80s cartoons. Right. So it's not like... It's Does not, he talk like this? It, well, it's Jason Sudeikis. No, yeah. that's fine. So he's like... That's my foot, Jason Sudeikis. And who are you? Um, his son, Alangulon. Also, know, his, his name is Alan. Wait, he had... Are you are you part cartoon? Yeah, I'm half cartoon. My legs... my From my waist down is animated. Really? Yeah. It's no really, way. It's really strange. Yeah, my mom is Cheryl Hines, and she had sex with Zorn. And they made me, and I'm half animated. So I'm animated from the legs down. <laughs> that's the, the if you watch the first episode, which is actually um, that's that's the, how it ends. Is you they, we pull out they reveal. They reveal that. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's that's pretty like cool. the end of Mad Men's pilot, where you see that he has a family. Yep. Your pilot ends. You see that you have cartoon legs. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's really, is it multi camera? No, no, it's single camera. Single camera. Yeah. So it's very serious. Do- I thought it was multicam, and I thought that was kind of. Oh no! I don't know yeah. how they well, would have done that. Well, that's also why it's Alpha's multicam. I think Alpha's multicam. Yeah, it's definitely it's a show that Alf had all the cams. It had everything, everything. <laughs> it was a cam show. Alf was a cam girl first. He was, he was the first cam girl. Alf was oh, what I would pay to see Alf masturbating. <laughs> He's always talking about pussy, but it's just the cats he wants to eat. Yeah, I want to eat them. Show me your pussy. Who was who did the voice of Alf? Who was it? Jason Sudeikis as a young oh, boy. Oh, I didn't know that. He doesn't sound like it, but you know, to each his own. To each his own. To hand, Agree to disagree. You know they say to hand a comb, to beach a broom, a lick a stick, a ding a dong, a piece of little baby dick, cut it up, chop it, coleslaw house. Oh my God, baby, is that a mouse? It's my penis. It's furry. Hurry up, I'm in a hurry. Let's eat it now, let's sit on down, let's be together, let's beat it brown. Let's eat the chocolate till it sprays, let's be together, baby bays. Ooh, I like it, bay leaf night, I come to you with a piece of a knife. Cut me off, cut me in, wrangling a ding dong, ping a ting tin. Tin, tin hat, tin cup, oh shit, I threw up. Piece of pizza, pizza poop, poop in my house, and made a boot. I like a boot, leather's good. Smell it once, smell it hood. I lift it up and ding it down. Spray me house, spray me down. <laughs> That's what I call an epic tone poem. <laughs> wow. That was truly magical. Thank you. That Thank was you like so if you were a computer, someone just spilled water <laughs> on you and you were like, no, no, no. Ding a ling dorch, ding a ling dong. Wish me here, wish me wrong. I, I can't, I could do it forever. I went hiking recently, like big time hiking up in Yosemite with a friend of some bunch of friends from Minnesota. Mm. And somehow like my brain got like stuck in this loop of thinking, you know how people will say like, um, oh that's that's old Pikeman's Peak up there. People that have names for places yeah. there in the nature, like, Oh, that's that's Budger's Ledge. We go up there <laughs> once a year and light up some fireworks. I was the whole time was I was dreaming and waking up in the middle of the night like at thirteen thousand feet. Like having these elevation hallucinations where I'm thinking about these fucking names. I must have thought a thousand of them. Like you couldn't stop saying yeah. names of fake things. Like, like, oh, that's Clicker's Crick over there. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that's Stevens Deep. Ah, that's Duncan's Dock. <laughs> ah, yes. Oh, we've. Well, look out over there. Old man Snookerdoo is over there up on. <laughs> Up on Palomino Pa. <laughs> so, were your friends into it? 
Yeah, we would we would trade them, trade them back and forth, but it pretty much it's like Middle East and I love doing uh, fake names at the airport. Oh, over the, best, the PA, the best. Where you're just like Flan Danger, <laughs> please come to the front desk. Flan Danger, uh, Scorpy Dugan, <laughs> Mister Scorpy Dugan. You have luggage at the Delta Terminal. Shill Macton. <laughs> Please, uh, you left your keys at the Sky Lounge. Shill Macton. David Crisp. <laughs> David Crisp, please report to the American Terminal. David Crisp and <laughs> Dink Farweather. <laughs> Dale Sham. <laughs> Dale Sham. I have a bunch of monikers. I, I I go by Kevin Tipcorn a lot. That was a good one. I That's think. like a good go-to, like a fake name. Kevin, hi, Kevin Tipcorn. Yeah, that's my name. <laughs> hi, uh, Davin Brisk. Hey, in that scene that you're in in uh, This Is Forty, right. where is that? What do you mean? Like I've what? always wanted to ask. You know, I, oh, it was a set. It was a set. Yeah, it was a set. But it's supposed to be like a hotel in Santa Barbara or some shit. Laguna. Yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> I love that movie. And Biggest I love fan. that scene, and I'm always like, let's go to that. But there's a, like a scene where they go to a pool and Maybe stuff. they're matching something. Maybe they built the set to match something that really exists. I don't know. That was a set. Yep, it was a good old set. I just showed some a friend uh, episodes of my show, and I was like, that's a set. He didn't care. This yeah. was a set. I took my dad to the Zorn set, and he – it was the first time he's ever – He been, keep going, I want to meet Zorn. He didn't. He's not that kind of guy. But there's definitely <laughs> people who are like – all right, cool. Uh, let's keep going. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, can, can, can we meet that Zorn guy? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know I can't. <laughs> uh, uh, can I take a shit in the urinal? <laughs> God, sorry, I couldn't get that out. Can you, I take a shit in the urinal? You took your dad to the Zorn set, and he was just, it was the first time I've ever seen him be like, wow, this is really, because I was over it. Like, every guy's living around this, you know, it's just, to me, it's the, this is where I work. It's just this boring yeah. place that, that uh, I'm tired at a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I'm tired. Uh, this is where I'm tired most often. <laughs> this is where I. Uh, re- this is where I think about whether or not I should eat these chips. Yeah. And he just was like, oh wow 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 wow. That's great. Wow wow. I've never gotten that from my parents. I've yeah. taken them to everything. I took them to my talk show. My dad wore Tevas shorts. Tevas. Uh, I'm sorry, not even shorts. He wore a bathing suit. Tevas. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A bathing suit? Yep, a bathing suit. Did you suit. trick him into wearing a bathing suit? No, he was wearing a bathing suit. My dad Why? came to my talk show once in a bathing suit. Why? The only time he came in a bathing but suit. But hold on. Why would he do that? Because my mom said he forgot to pack shorts, so he only had a bathing suit. Oh, you have to wear shorts. <laughs> yeah, I, I forgot that you have to wear shorts. You got to wear shorts. And he came in a Red Sox jersey, Red Sox hat. So from the top down to the waist, like Zorn style, right. different than the bottom. He was playing for the Red Sox from the waist up. Waist God. down, he was ready, beach ready. And that's how he dressed. And I didn't get one. You know, sometimes I, I realize that it is a skill to be able to get excited for other people. And I know they're yeah. excited, but to be able to articulate it. Yep. And like to be like, wow, this is... Oh, they, they, oh, this is where the cameras go? Right. Or just like look in the fridge. This is all fake food. Like a lot of people are just kind of like, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just shut down. And they're like, I knew you when you were a young boy and you'd run around in a gun holster and a hat and you'd poop on the lawn called the Naked Cowboy. 
That's true. That's you? That was true. So my dad knows me from that, and then I'm like, this is my set. So he's kind of, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I think, yeah. But your dad was good at it. He, well, he, was, he wasn't acting. He was, those, That's what I mean. He, he was, was good just, at being excited for you. Yeah. Well, he was excited just to see it because it's something where I think he's literally never seen it before. But they're like excited for you. I mean, this is a, yeah, ne- a network show. Their friends are going to see it. Yeah, they're they're excited. I mean, no, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. No, no, I don't really no. care that much about it. Ooh. As I, I just feel like it's. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I find it kind of annoying sometimes. Actually, what's annoying? When people are all super excited about something, because I always try to manage Normalize actively it. and manage my expectations. Yeah, normalize it, make it where it's not a big deal, because it really isn't. It's. I've like, noticed that like. I think that's one of the skills or things that you kind of have to develop. Because sometimes, like a friend of mine, very, very well meaning, will be like, "Hey, when are you doing Colbert? I heard you're doing Colbert." Yeah. And like, it makes me go like, "Ah, oh right, I have to yeah. prepare something for right. Colbert." So I am looking to be around people that that kind of don't rock the boat in yeah. any way, even if they are just being excited. Because you don't want to make it a big, a big thing. Because yeah, exactly. You just want to be like, it's normal that I go and act with a cartoon voiced by Jason Sudeikis. Can I take a break? Uh, yeah, we can. I gotta go to so pay. bad. Yeah. Got to go pee Okay, I'm going to do it. All right, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Go pee. Bambies. How was it? It was great. Some of them feel better than others. You ever have a pee where you're like, I wish I could just be right here forever? Oh, definitely. I had one one where I almost drowned. I was learning to to scuba dive in college. I took the class. Uh Uh-huh. And I was learning. They taught us the whole mask, you know, about clearing your mask. It's yep. like a thing you have to learn to do underwater. I kept fucking it up, inhaling water, and shot to the top one time. And they taught me that day. I didn't freak out, but I went home after class, and I don't know what happened, but I took a pee that I swear to God was probably two minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm like, is this because of because of the trauma I experienced or something? There's no way you peed for two. Well, minutes. it was definitely at least a minute. Really, it was something where I, I was standing there being like, "What's going on here? Like, what's going on? It's still coming out." That's hilarious. And I think it must have. That's like the Sandler sketch, the the longest pee. <laughs> That's a real thing. It feels. It felt really great. It must though. have feel real good. It felt real good. See, if we were doing my podcast, I started you a new one. have a podcast? One. I just started a new one. What Second episode just came out, live to tape. It's on Feral. And uh, I don't stop recording. So if you had to pee, then it, I have to just start doing some stuff by myself. Oh, uh, we've done that before. Really? I've gotten to pee, and I just let the guest have the mic. That's cool. And then I've, I've never listened to it, so I, don't, I still don't know what they said. Check it out. Never. Who was it? Well, I feel pretty good. Do you feel good? I mean, yeah, we're I closing good. in on two hours here. Why don't I feel pretty good? We usually we, we check out your podcast. Check it out. It's good. It's a fun one. It's a weird live one. to tape. Yep. Well, come, you're, you're weird you, and fun. Will you come be on it? Of course. Okay, just making sure. And uh, and then Son of Zorn. Check out Son of Zorn. Well, that's you. <clears throat> yeah, I'm Son of Zorn. Crazy. Crazy you're, dog. You're the elf. I'm. You're the namesake of the show. Well, so, yeah, I, yeah, I am. Yeah. The, the the truth, though, for real, is of all the shows I ever worked on, this is the most collaborative, where I really don't feel like that it's any one person's thing. It's it's such a weird thing because of just the nature of it, because of how we don't see the animation until, like, I'm seeing the show for the first time. Like, when you see the show. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. I don't see the animation, because it takes so long to do it. They're doing it up to the last minute. Yeah. So... 
it's a really a show where it's it feels like it's a real uh I've, you know people say like with they'll say oh you were so great in this oh you were great in that mm-hmm. this thing i've never had someone say that. they always say i like the show oh like it's a whole piece yeah which is nice it's nice it's nice that way it's congealed yeah it's like a big old vat of coleslaw it's a big old dang dang buddy dang dang buddy uh well why don't we do you have do you remember so you don't tell the same one right but the hardest time you've laughed that's not the one you told last time. If I, I asked you last time, I don't know what it was the last time. Maybe I didn't ask you. I don't think you did. I think you asked me about God. Mm-hmm. Do I believe in God, or mm-hmm. what does God smell like? Mm-hmm. Where does He live? What does God smell like? What does God just smell like? Does the smell like any smell like an incense store? All the smells in an incense store. Yeah. That's God. God loves incense. <laughs> God loves well, incense. Well, what is the hardest time you've laughed in your whole life? Well, I don't know. I definitely, maybe I told the time my brother laughed when he pissed his pants as we were... <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I may have told us, but we used to do this thing called Jeff and Johnny's Rewind Follies. <laughs> we would take a we'd take a VHS camcorder uh-huh. and we'd make videos of things because our our V we had a a nice VHS player that could with the tracking dial. Well, it could play backwards. That's what I mean. Like you go like yeah. that. Yeah, like it's a rewind with a dial, and it would play normal speed backwards, and it didn't look weird at all. It would just play backwards. Wow. So we'd make all these things that's like. <laughs> Like Jeff kicking off a boot, and the boot would go back on the foot, or just dumb things that were. We made these, and I remember at one time we made one. We watched it, and my brother pissed his pants, and he was starting. He's like, "Who's laughing so much?" He was like, "I'm gonna pee, I'm gonna pee." I said, "Jeff, just pee, just pee," because he was like, "Oh, I don't know, I'm gonna pee, I'm laughing so hard." He's like, "Pee, pee, pee," and he's like, "Okay," and he pissed. And he just pissed all down the pants, and I thought it was so cool. If only you'd been filming that, it would have looked like yeah. his dick sucked oh. up the pee. Damn. What was the video of? It was probably like... A je- boot? Je- probably kicking off a boot. <laughs> kicking off a snow boot. <laughs> you did not tell that last time. I don't think Jeff I did, Jeff and huh? Johnny's Rewind, Rewind Follies. Follies. If it wasn't that, it would probably be sometime when... Um, Probably when I was tripping on mushrooms or something, laughing at something like, like the word. You know what? The, I think the hardest time I ever laughed was when I was really stoned with my friend Hal in college. I wrote an email <laughs> from my dorm room to our friend Kevin, who was two floor, floors below, said, Hey, Kevin, it's Johnny and Hal. Gumby, rumby, gumby, rumby, Kevin, we're stoned. <laughs> <laughs> and we fell, fell, we fell about the place laughing at this thing. The next day, Kevin's like, what was it that stupid email? Gumby Rumby. And then we, oh, and we thought about like, yeah, it was really funny at the time, but it's not that Gumby Rumby, yeah. Gumby Rumby, Kevin were stoned. Oh, I get it. <laughs> just, uh, just last night, actually, Val and I took to Little Reef. Right. And uh, we were going to order food. Mm-hmm. And then we were looking at a burrito menu. There's this like vegan burrito place near us. And uh, it, it, <laughs> it's on her phone. And I was pretty st- – I'm a lightweight. Mm-hmm. So I was really stoned. And I, she was having a really hard time getting me to order. 
because I kept doing bits. Oh, yeah. And, I know uh, the feeling. There was one thing that we laughed at that was clearly a high thing. There was someone who tagged a photo of me on Instagram. And I was looking at photos of me on Instagram because there's always fun memories. There's always like some show I did. Right. It's not just pure vanity. I'm TBT. Like, oh, remember that. Yeah, it's like other people are doing TBTs for me. Right. So I, I know that sounds pretentious, but it's fun. So I clicked on the photo and then I click on her profile to see like what she's up to. Turns out she's a vegan mm-hmm. into like raw food. And then I see that she made a green papaya salad, which is one of my favorite foods in the world. Pretty great. But she made it herself. Now, any papaya that I've ever seen is always wrong. Like in the store, they're too soft. Yeah. And to get that like gradable Thai papaya, I'm like, well, how the fuck did she do this? And I was like, Val, this girl that tagged a photo of me knows how to make uh, green papaya salad. And she goes, did she tell you how to make it? And I go, no, because this is the internet. It's not really her... <laughs> Which was the funniest thing in the world to me. But it's not that great right it's, now, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's not that. Val was like, that's not that funny. Because <laughs> I'm always like, is that a bit? And she's like, nope, that's not a bit. Then we're ordering the food and we go, <laughs> it's not that good. And then we go and it says like, onions, add onions, 15 cents. Add guacamole. 20 cents. Like, it's like these ridiculously like low... Like Depression era prices? <laughs> yes, crazy Hammers, prices. two cents. And this isn't that funny either, but I go, <laughs> onions, 15 cents. Well, check the couch cushions because daddy's eating tonight. <laughs> and I didn't even finish saying daddy's eating tonight because you're kind of like outside of yourself. Because you're thinking it's so funny. You it's can't so funny. Talk. I couldn't even finish it. I went, daddy's <laughs> And just like went to outer space. Pretty good. I mean, it's fine. It just brought it to mind. Your story made me think of it. I seem to remember laughing somewhat generously at Gumby Rumby, <laughs> Gumby Rumby, but I don't think I don't think Gumby Gumby Rumby is that funny. Yeah, well, just, I just got a high bar. Yeah, no, I appreciate your candor. I like to be on mushrooms. <laughs> In life, yeah. <laughs> just telling me something you like to do. I like to be on mushrooms. <laughs> you fucked the vinegar off of Kevin's dick on mushrooms. Yeah. Well, let's get out of here. Do you want to tell you some more stories before I left? Do you have another one? Oh, yeah. I've got tons of them. All right. Hit me. Um, actually, I don't know. I was just, I was just trying to think of something. No, I'd good. love one. People love this part of the show. These are always my favorites. Daddy's Eating Tonight, I think, is, is, is a pretty good one. I mean, I'm feeling a little See, You know what? This is it. This is, the, this is the thing. I think all the times I've laughed the hardest have been moments that I can't explain why they're funny. Well, that's what I just experienced with this isn't her, it's the internet. Right. Uh-huh. As I'm thinking about when Britt made me laugh, she was talking about this soap she got. And I was like, what kind of soap is it? So, you know, it's soap like for washing your pits or your butthole. <laughs> and I fall on the fucking ground laughing. Yeah. Because she's like so sweet and cute no, and saying great. this. Like, oh, oh, that kind of soap? Yeah. Like, butthole like, soap. You mean soap? Yeah, yeah, soap, soap. But it's, again, it's like it's something where... I was fa- falling on the ground. I oh, couldn't timing. breathe. You weren't expecting it. Yeah. You were vulnerable. Most of the time we put up these walls to go like, let's judge and grade jokes on their quality. Right. But every once in a while someone sneaks one in. Yeah. You didn't know it was coming. They slip it in. And they go, it's for your, for your what in your butthole? For your pits. Pits. Your pits in your butthole. I like to say just like, speaking of bacteria on your body, it's good to have some. So yeah. I just wash my, this is what I said to somebody recently. I just wash my pits, my tits, and my shits. Really? And I do wash my pits, pits and my tits shits, and shits, but yeah. the tits isn't necessary. You know Richard Banner? I don't have a fold. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if there were a fold, yeah, I'd wash them tits. Wash my folds, my scolds, and my bolds. I have a couple things. I don't want to fold on my tits. Yeah. And I also want to be able to get out of the car on the first preset. You know how the door, when you open a car yeah. door, it has, like, the first notch that it opens to. Then there's the second notch it opens yeah. to. As long as I can get out on the first notch, I'm at, I'm at my target weight. Oh, I just understood that. I thought you meant, like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Any door, even even like a 1940s Ford. Yeah. You open the door, it'll stop at yeah. the first notch. As long as I can Ooh. slip out there. Go ahead and get those burritos, Petey. That's Add a, the onions because daddy's eating tonight. <laughs> I think any daddy thing is the best. That's my favorite thing to do. Well, you like it. I love saying daddy. Oh, okay. My favorite thing now is to say is daddy's diaper. Daddy's diaper? Because that's to me. Because sometimes I'll go in the pool and I'll pull my pants up real tight and our dog will get in the pool. And I'll go in there and I'll be waiting up. And the dog will go, oh, don't want to get daddy's diaper wet. Oh, my God. It's gross. You can make anything gross just by saying daddy. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's daddy's penis. I've never understood the daddy in the bedroom, too. Like, fuck me, daddy. That's a weird thing. Give it to me, daddy. And and calling the woman mama. I think it's it's like, it's just a little too unself-aware. It's like, yeah. you're my mom, and I'm getting back in my old apartment dick first. Yeah. The I'm woman. going back in mama's pussy. Yeah. And she's like, give it to me, daddy. See if you don't need it. There's a lot of people have jokes about that, right? About how you just change dad to daddy and or vice versa. Oh, really? Yeah, I think someone has a joke. I don't remember who it was. I always have this problem. I I can't remember who told the joke. I'm like, there's a there's a joke out there. Yeah, there's a loose this. joke running around barefoot by a pool. And it's it's daddy to dad. Like if you said dad and sex, yeah. how how that would be oh, creepier. That's funny. Yeah, how like fuck me dad. Fuck me dad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really Fuck funny. Fuck me, father. Somebody out there, they're getting laughs on this Sorry. podcast. And Sorry. No plug. Sorry. I'm looking around. Let's say it was Neil Brennan. Could be Neil Brennan. It might be Barry Rothbart, maybe. I don't know. Sounds like something Barry would could say. Barry could be. I know Richard Bain has a joke about not washing his legs. I don't wash my legs. I know. I made me think about, I don't wash my legs either. I haven't washed my legs since I was a baby and could get to them easier. <laughs> they were right there when you were a baby. That's why babies are always putting their foot in their mouth. It's right there. And I put my foot in my mouth. And I just mean I say some, some racist I, shit at work. I can put my foot in my mouth. I'm just kidding. Can you do it? I can. Yeah, I can do it. Here we go. I used See, to, I one time I can do bit it. a toenail. Like I was like, like you, it was so gross. Really? I was in junior high and I was like, I got to trim these. And I bit one. Back on the so farm. Gross. I trim them up. This is grossing me out. That's grosser than the Vada coleslaw. Yeah. But, you know, it's the podcast experiment. Leave it all out there. <laughs> yeah, that's the noise you make when you hear that. <laughs> it wasn't like a habit, but I was curious if I could do it. I could. But you should keep doing it. <laughs> keep it up. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> if you can keep, if you can do it, do Being it. Being a kid is so weird. You're just like, this is, is something I can do. Should I? Kids and then are... you just do an experiment in your bedroom. Like if my dad had walked in and I just had my big toe in my mouth uh. and I'm just biting a nail, I think he just would have beat me. You think so? No. He would have been... he would have just kept walking. He knows he knows get out of here. <laughs> I would I'm gonna do that to your daddy. My dad. If your daddy sees me sucking on my toe, I'm gonna Well, I wasn't sucking on the toe. How does he know? You ever try to suck your own wiener? Uh I have. How old this... were you? I don't know. I think I, it was it was so such a so long ago and so instantly apparent that it's not possible. Yeah, 
It's one of those things try. where you gotta just give it a give it a. It's like why climb the mountain because it's there. <laughs> try why try to suck your own dick because it's there. That's the whole. Th- people always talk about that whole thing, that sucking your own dick thing. I remember that being like a joke, an early dumb joke about sucking your own dick. But really, like, I remember like a, some guy I knew in high school. He had, he always had older brothers, and he'd tell like these dumb jokes. One of them was like, "If I could suck my own dick, I wouldn't leave the house." You know what I mean? Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time I've seen a picture of someone sucking their own dick, you can there's pictures. There's people who can do it, but it looks like the most incredibly uncomfortable thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so, you got to be really good at giving a blowjob to forget that you have Shredder Ninja Turtles levels of scoliosis to oh. do it. Yeah, I don't know. Shredder had scoliosis. If you remember the action figure made by Playmates, he had a very <laughs> crooked back. Oh, by Playmates. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I was thinking about uh, uh, Joy Luck and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, or yeah. um, Pikeman and Steve. I don't try to think of a name. The Pikeman toys. Uh, Pikeman toys. Yeah, Pi- Pikeman toys. My dad gave away my Ninja Turtles. I'm not over it still. I came home one day and they were gone. He had given it to a kid named Jonathan down the street. And I think I'm like legitimately still holding on to that. Call him up. Call up Jonathan. I'd love to call Jonathan and be like, those were my fucking toys. Those were my toys. You were younger and cuter. Knock on his door. I'm going to knock on your door. Knock on your fucking door and take those turtles out. If he still has them, I'll fucking claim them back. I'm sorry for your lots. Loss. Sorry for your loss. I'm sorry for your lots. Just in that Yahoo video of the, the Yahoo question where the girl asks, how does girl get pregnant? No. And someone answers, just, I can't make it. This is like explaining a meme. Yeah, go ahead. It's just this thing. Someone animated a Yahoo question and an answer. This mm-hmm. is old internet. This is like 10 years ago internet shit. <laughs> someone asks a Yahoo answer, how does girl get pregnant? Spelling it wrong. Some person answers, um, I saw it in the news the other day. A mother in R killed her babies because her babies can't fricked back. My barrier with the father who lost his children. I'm very sorry for your lots. Because it's some fucking dink who can't spell. Some total idiot. I saw it on the news the other day. A mother in R lost her children. <laughs> Why kill your babies because your babies can't fricked back? Oh my, God. my barrier with the father who lost his children. I'm very sorry for your lots. So I always say that now. I say, I'm very sorry for your lots. <laughs> These are other things that if we had ended when I suggested it, we wouldn't have had this. That's true. It's a treasure. I do love saying things wrong. Saying like, you know what? People always correct people, like how they say a word. Yes. I think it's so funny when people do that. Like prestigious. And yeah. Prestigious. I just always want to say stuff Wrong. Wrong on purpose. Val's like that. If you Val loves mistakes. Yeah, it's the best. She loves mistakes. I even like mistakes on podcasts, like like like, like disinformation. Like let's say we're talking about something <laughs> and we didn't get it right, but we like purposefully steaming ahead with the wrong like the non fact. Like um yeah, uh John Kennedy, he was uh he was uh Protestant. Yeah, that's right. That they killed him because he I don't know, that's not even interesting. That's, no, I understand. It's too high John stakes. F. Kennedy was murdered because the Civil War was an inside right. job. Or something that's like <laughs> super low super low the Civil stakes. Civil War mistakes. was an inside job, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it was. That's, that's true. That's right. Inside that's job. A, that's a t shirt. The yeah, Civil War was, was an, an inside, inside job. job. That's good. Oh. Write it down. I'll write it down. I don't think it's that good. It's not that good, but it's good enough. It's, good, it's enough. good enough to go on this piece it's of paper. It's good enough.
The Civil War. It's good enough. It's up to snuff. Was an inside job. Bring it around back, and we'll see what we can do. <laughs> All right, I got to pee. Now okay. I have to pee, so let's just well, let's call it. Wanna, just want to cinch it? Close yeah, it off? Let's cinch it off. Okay. I'm going to go pee for two minutes while I remember how I do. I can't clear my mess. <laughs> It, it is impressive. Nope. <laughs> I just got bored. <laughs> well, would you? Thank you, Johnny. You're welcome. We'll check out all your things. I'll check out yours. <laughs> <laughs> would you say keep it crispy? That's how we end. You know. Good night. No. No, you keep it crispy. Yeah, keep it crispy. <laughs> Stay frosty. Stay frosty's from Top Gun. So yeah. Isn't it? Oh, it's just a saying yeah. in, the, in the war. Steven Seagal says it. Stay frosty. It's also in uh, Call of Duty. They yeah. Stay frosty. Yeah. Stay frosty. Yeah, you want to stay frosty. Stay frosty. <laughs> Keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> that was great. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Thank <laughs> you.